Republicans, Trump supporters, MAGA folk, they're there in the United States. You know that. You probably know some of them. But Norway, are they here? I'm telling you that they are. This episode, I'm speaking with Hans Jakob Winsness, uh, a Norwegian who is a Trump supporter, MAGA supporter, and Republican ideology supporter. This is an interesting conversation. It kind of blew me away a few of the things uh, that he said, but uh, we did have a dialogue. This is how you speak to a Republican. This is how you speak to a Trump supporter, to a MAGA person, if you speak with them at all. Check it out. This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Just, I have to say, my first impression of you is amazing. <laughs> That's my mother's fault. I I love, <laughs> I, there's something about America that, like, I just love the, the spirit of U.S. Uh, and there's something about Americans that I just, yeah. I find it, it's my people in a way, so, and I'm stuck here in Norway. Well, the thing is, there's a lot of, and we'll just kind of start it. Yeah. I usually do a countdown, but we're talking, so let's just start the recording. But the, the thing with America is there's an ideal yeah. of what America is supposed to be. And it's this two steps forward, one step back, or sometimes three steps back, two steps forward. And it's, it's, it's far from perfect. Uh, but it says in the preamble to the Constitution, in order to form a more perfect union, not to continue with a perfect union. So I think that, you know, for all of their flaws, the Founding Fathers got that part right. There was nothing perfect uh, about America and I think that's that's a problem for some people to admit. Well, I, that you know that it's not perfect. It's yeah. it's hard for some people to admit that there's things that need to be worked on. I've never understood that. Why should that be a problem? Why should that be a problem? It doesn't. It's it's okay to have something to strive towards. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I. I I don't know if it was uh, Ben Shapiro or I I heard like a great point here. It's like no one is going to um, accuse China or um, Russia for being um, for not living up to their their ideals. They're not. Uh, right. Good point. Because or like what, what do you call like um, when you're Christian, like I'm a Christian and when you don't live up to the the ideal you have, you like you're saying one thing and you do another, you're a hypocrite, right? And no one is saying that about China or Russia that they're hypocrites. No, but, I read this just the other day. Yeah, uh, and, and I think it that, wasn't Ben Shapiro that said it though. No, but, I don't. But, but it's, I don't quote uh, Ben Shapiro all that often. No, but, but somebody somebody did yeah. say that. Yeah, and it's something uh, about it's important that we have a value that we're striving towards. Yeah. We will never get there. Yes, agreed. But it's it's that process of striving towards yeah. it that brings progress. Yeah, that and, brings and change. I, and I think that um, what I don't like, like I'm on the right, very much on the right. Like 
the, the funny thing with Norwegian politics, for example, is like uh, uh, FRP would probably be in the Democratic Party in the U.S. I, I, I get at what least, you're pointing towards, least, but I think that's a little extreme. I don't think FRP would be well, in the Democrat. I think all other Norwegian parties would be, though. Well, at least the Democratic Party of the 80s or like the, the JFK era. Or I I haven't studied that much, but the like the the Democrats have moved a lot left since the JFK. They sure have. Yeah, they sure have. But so you, if you if you say FRP would be definitely in the Democratic Party in the nineteen seventies or sixties. I still disagree, though. Um, well, okay, if we go, yeah, okay, sixties, uh, seventies. Um, I look at FRP's harsh, sometimes straight up anti uh, immigration. Uh, forget anti-immigration, anti-immigrant uh, rhetoric. And that tells me that, of course, there's a certain time period in American history where that matched up with the Democrat Party, but it certainly doesn't today. I but, think that's but, the but main thing that FRP but, does that's that makes them that far to the right of, of but I American think, Democrats. But that's one thing that, for example, I think that you can't cross over from in Norway to U.S. there when it comes to immigration, because the the thing with like my, my wife is Canadian and the thing with us and Canada is that they're all immigrants. Yeah. They're, you are a very young country. You're all immigrants in Norway. We have thousands of years of history. Yeah. Europe has that. Yeah. So, but so when we, for, for some Norway, we have a, a thousand year history. So when you are like, I, I work work with a guy, and um, he could seem right out racist, mm -hmm. but I didn't see him as that. He just liked the way that his country was, and he did. Where was he from? Up north. Okay. Uh, like farther up north in Trondheim, like far up north, and he up in Finnmark or Troms? Uh, I think. Okay. Yeah. So he liked the way that his country was, and he didn't want to change the country. For example, like I've traveled quite a bit. Like I took a Bible school in a small island called Tonga, which is in South Pacific. Mm -hmm. And um, I love the culture. Mm -hmm. I love being there. And I didn't want it to be, because I see with a lot of immigration, and I think that this is where I actually line up with a lot of, um, people are also on the left, but it's like, I like cultures. I don't want the Mexican culture to be blended out, to be kind of milk toast. You said something that a lot of Norwegians say very often. Um, whenever you guys talk about um, preserving the Norwegian culture or uh, when you get into discussions about immigration, you guys will talk about how uh, immigration is so new in Norway. Yeah. Uh, how old are you? 45. Okay. Uh, so you could have lived uh, roughly one and a half times and immigration to Norway has been normal. So how, my question is, is how long should immigrants be patient while waiting for full acceptance, while waiting for a lessening of the vitriol that comes up, you know, the ugliness that comes up when there's talk about 
immigration in Norway because it's, and I put this in quotes for those who are not watching and just listening, I'm saying quote for, uh, because immigration is so new in air quotes. Well, how much longer is it going to take? You know, people, people, people should have a certain amount of news consumption. And that doesn't mean sitting and watching the news. That can mean that it can mean uh, things from the internet. It also means life experience. Mm -hmm. How long is it going to take for this, what I think is an irrational fear of immigration in Norway to die down? Because I think the Norwegian culture, I, I thought you guys were tougher than that. I thought the Norwegian culture was so strong, so meaningful. It's very um, ex uh, exclusive in the sense that it's different. And I thought that was strong enough. And immigration really is, it's, it's a micro it's a microcosm of the Norwegian society. Where is the threat is one question. And how long is it going to take to stop looking at immigration as a threat? That's the second question. Well, We're talking well, a generation and a half already. Yeah. Well, well let, let me take a story from my life. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up in a very small place, 1,500 people out in the boonies, an hour and a half from Trondheim. Which, which town? It's called Singsos. Singsos. Yeah, it's a very small town. And there, um, I think we had two people at school that didn't come from uh, two Norwegian parents. Okay. Um, <clears throat> they were from Thailand. And uh, when I was 14, maybe, mm -hmm. uh, I got a foster brother. And his father and his mother and father came from... Um, uh, South America. Yeah. So Do you he, know what country? Yeah, uh, British uh, Guyana. British Guyana. Okay. Um. And he was the only black kid at school, mm -hmm. and uh, he had some like his parents were divorced, and he got into drugs. Uh, he uh, he he had some issues, and. But he was the only black person in school. There was no other black. No. Um, then I went to U.S. the first time. And I, I like, if I walked down Trondheim back then, mm -hmm. the streets in Trondheim, if I saw a black person, it kind of stuck out, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so <clears throat> uh, then I went to U.S. Uh, and I went to Atlanta, a church there called Bl uh, Blood and Fire. Mm -hmm. and we went to the poor areas and gave out food and stuff like that. And I remember on the church service, like we stood on the line and all the, the people that were poor came in and they got free food and stuff like that. And I, I, I was uh, asked if I wanted to just stand up there and give hugs to everyone. And I've never seen so many black people. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is a totally different culture, totally different country mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's something about being used to. And for example, my grandparents, they died a few years ago. They uh, lived in a, another small community, about the same uh, population, mm -hmm. 1,500 people. They had grown up for 60 years. They had barely seen any black or, mm -hmm. and they never traveled around Norway much. They traveled in Trundelag. I don't yeah. know even if they've been to Sweden. Wow. Uh, so so very isolated existence. Very then. isolated. Yeah. And I think that it's important that we don't judge that. 
Because, no, because, but isn't it also important that we uh, allow ourselves to move into a new era? I get it. I, I can say, you know, I'm not unreasonable. I understand what you're saying. I can remember when I first came to, uh, you know, we have a place up in Finnmark. And those are the most beautiful people in Norway, if you ask me. <clears throat> uh, and I remember the first time I was up there, uh, my wife and I were in a grocery store and this little kid, maybe four years old, was looking at, up at me and he says, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, why, why are you so dark? For those of you who don't understand uh, Norwegian. And it was cute. It was a kid yeah, who was yeah. curious because yeah. he had never seen a black man exactly. before. So I, and, and there's nothing offensive about that. There's nothing wrong with that kid. I understand that. Mm. But what I don't understand is people our age, our, I'm probably a lot older. <laughs> I am a lot older than you. How old are you? I'm 54. Not that much older. Black don't crack. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you told me how old, how old are you? 45. 45, yeah. Uh, True story. No, but, uh, so, but, but I'm wondering when people our age and, and you know, t teenagers and, and up to our age and even maybe 10 years older than us, I'm wondering where is the feeling of a threat from immigration among those people? I, I know it exists to I, some degree, but, but I, I, it's a small degree. My, my, my point is, is I, I can't get into the, I don't understand that narrative that immigration to Norway is a threat because most people in Norway do not think it's a threat, justifiably so, because immigration to Norway is not this wave of people who are coming here trying to change your society. Well, well I'm just wondering where well, it comes from. One, one, one thing I think it's... Uh, um, one thing is just to change the way that he looks, and then it it easily becomes uh, change the way what looks the, the population in Norway. Mm -hmm. For for example, like, and this is one thing that I I see. U.S. gets criticism for being racist, mm -hmm. and some European countries. I've never heard criticism, for example, Japan being racist. Or China. Oh, I, I lived never, in Japan. Japan yeah, but, does get a, a rep for being uh, racist. They but do. On on the scale when we talk about racism, we never talk about those countries. No, right? because they don't have the same kind of history. No country has the same his, racial history as the United States. That's no. why the U.S. is always at yeah. the top so, of so racist US countries. Is, but, but U.S. Is, has a unique history with it. They're all immigrants. Yeah. Uh, Europe is not that in the same way. Uh, we have a predominant white population mm -hmm. and it's uh, and and uh, like for, for example like I would never like I go like I've traveled quite a bit around the world when I went to Tonga for example everyone looked at me I've been to India everyone looks at me I'm sure white person, you stand right? out yeah sure and people that are there they may trust me less because I don't look the way mm -hmm. they are I don't view that as racism I view that as I'm just different. Sure. And I also think that it's totally fair, for example, for Japan, they don't want to have too much white people in there so that they don't lose the uniqueness of, because because we're unique. Like, I love different cultures. I love sure. the black population. I love the, the Asian population. I love the white population. And I think that it's something beautiful in that too. And... I'm not against inter, uh, interracial marriage, for mm -hmm. example, not at all. But I hope that in 
five generations from now, we don't have any distinction that there's no black people. It's yeah. just like milk toast people or just, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's nothing racial about that. It's like, I appreciate the uniqueness of each. And that's great that you feel that way. But I think, uh, you know, we talk about the political party FRP here in Norway. I think one of the things that they do that's irresponsible is they don't carefully approach the issue of the so-called watering down of the Norwegian culture, if we can use that term. They'll jump on it in this harsh way that makes people who have tendencies towards being radical and being racist, they make those people think, yeah, that political party is speaking for me. No to race mixing, no to immigration, no to black people. And those are the people who, when I'm walking down the street, minding my business and smiling as I do, those are the ones that look at me. And but, say but, but, and say the kind of things that they say. Those are the people that keep me and people like me from being able to buy a house where we want. That happened to me on three different occasions. I'm fine now. I'm doing my thing and life is great. But there was a time when I first came here where my wife and I could not buy a house on three different occasions because of the color of my skin. And those people who did those things did it because of that, 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 that poisonous and ugly see you and I are talking and this is, and that's great. Mm -hmm. But what about the poison that these politicians put out there to feed that ugly beast called racism and radicalism? I agree with you. And I think that the, the problem there is that that is why I don't like political debates because political debates is like, you're taking a very big subject and you have five minutes talking about it. So you're talking yeah. in headlines. And which makes me not understand why politicians don't come on podcasts and get their uh, well, views well, out there clearly, but, but, you know, with an hour long format, for example. But do you see that now, for example, with RFK Jr.? Yeah. Uh, he has gone on Joe Rogan. He has gone on uh, Jordan Peterson and stuff like that. And you get a feel of him as a person and you go into depth. And I think because that's why I, when I talk about politics, I actually like to more talk about what are the principles you believe in Yeah. that, okay, this is a foundation. And out from that foundation, I make my views. Right. Right. And because for, for example, like I'm very, um, critical of the welfare state. Mm-hmm. I could say that and say like, well, and that's a headline, Yeah, but there's a lot of um, philosophy behind that. Why am I that? Yeah. There's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of nuance. And like, so, so I think that that is something that media has also kind of created. Yes. And uh, so it's a, it's willfully. a dirty, dirty willfully. game. It wasn't an accident either. No. And They've done a, it willfully. And it's a dirty game. So yeah. therefore, uh, but, but back to, um, uh, back to, uh, like your experience of for not getting a house. Uh, and I think this is important um, because I listened to one of your podcasts where you said that uh, you felt like there was kind of racism when you walked down the street and stuff like that. Well, my wife, she's Canadian. She mm-hmm. is uh, from British descent. So she looks like Norwegian. You couldn't mm-hmm. put her up on a, like a stand and say, well, she's not Norwegian. She looks yeah. white and everything like that. She came to a small community. Uh, everyone knew 
because mm-hmm. everyone knows everyone. Sure, yeah. And she walked into a store, and the person there, the the woman working there, she was afraid to speak English. Yeah. And she hid when my wife came <laughs> into the store. Yeah. Well, we think that she was afraid to yeah. be uh, speak English. Mm-hmm. If you were black, it would be easy to say that, well, it's probably because she's a racist. Yeah, but see, when people say that, <clears throat> people are assuming that black people don't understand nuance. And they're trying to assume, uh, or they are assuming that black people don't understand how well, to it, decipher given situations. You know, if someone did something, uh, I, I can tell you this. <clears throat> um, I've only spoken out you know, outside of my, my wife, uh, 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 on my podcast when it comes to the racism that I've experienced. So it's not as if I'm looking for racism because most people are not racist. Most of my encounters with Norwegians have, has, has gone beautiful. I love living here. It's a great place. However, uh, when I mention something that was racism, it was, it was racism. Uh, for example, not being able to buy a house. Uh, I don't know if you've, if you know the whole story. I don't know if you see. Oh, yeah. yeah, what what happened? You know, on the surface, um, when I just say, yeah, I couldn't buy a house because I'm black. Mm-hmm. A lot of Norwegians that skepticism will get mm-hmm. turned on. Of course. But listen to this. Well, and you say of course, and I say sadly, because I would. And this is a little side thing. I'm going to get back to the story of what happened with buying a house. But I, th- I say sadly, not of course, but sadly, most Norwegians will become skeptical immediately, because in a position of superiority uh, in numbers, superiority in control. In other words, you guys are the majority. This is your country. Yeah. And from that position, I wish there was more understanding for what the non nor non-ethnic Norwegian minority experiences. I wish there was less of that skepticism. But then now, uh, one question there. Sure. Like we, we have most people, they have their own lives. Yeah. They have their, they have enough with their own lives. Absolutely. Um, and even looking at news, it's like, okay, there's a famine in Africa, or there's an earthquake in the U.S., or there's fires in Hawaii. Or floods in Hoksund. Yeah, stuff like that. There's only so much that you can bring in. And when you raise kind of, and, and this is one thing that I find uh, not very healthy, I think, it's like when my experience becomes oh it's the biggest thing and for for example and and in my life it is a big thing sure sure but for me to kind of put down others oh well you don't see the seriousness in this what i'm going through Mm -hmm. it becomes like well you're not that important. Like, well, that, that's yeah, like, but I'm not, it, it, I'm not, I'm, that's yeah. And, and that's not what I'm, I'm proposing. I, but, I'm proposing just more understanding. But, but like how many people can we understand? There's thousands of people. Do that, you not have a responsibility to, to, as, as, as citizens, don't we have a responsibility to understand each other? That's what brings about harmony well, in a society. But only in the people, for, for example, like growing up in Singsos, mm-hmm. uh, my responsibility is to understand my neighbors. Sure. Absolutely. Not everyone that lives in Oslo. And because like there's, there's 5 million people in Norway. There's 5 million uh, 
people that have their own unique experience of life. I will amend what I said. Maybe it's not your responsibility to understand every citizen. However, if presented with an opposing viewpoint, isn't there a responsibility to at least understand? If not agree, at least understand. That is part of a working society. That I, makes a society function is a commonality we, of understanding. I think that. But when we have a conversation, mm-hmm. it's my uh, it, it's my heart to try to understand you. But and that's what I, I'm talking about. Isn't that I, a universal thing? Or shouldn't it be a universal uh, thing? Totally. But what should be and what is, is often very far apart. Absolutely. And the thing is that that's reality. If, if we put on the should on people, well, you should understand the immigrants. Well, I don't have any immigrants friends, for example, if, no. if that, if that was like, then it's like, well, why do you bother but, me? Because yeah. I was fine. Like, like, like I'm talking, this is not me. No, personally. you're talking in, in generality. Yeah. So, yeah. so if someone have been, for example, my grandparents, they lived a small life. Mm-hmm. They love their family. They work super hard. They they uh, are from they they were born before the war, so they lived mm-hmm. through the war, and they've had very little money. They work super hard, mm-hmm. and they have been great people. But it would be very easy for someone that is very like. Um, um, very concerned about, for example, racism. It would be very easy to to kind of blame them. Well, you don't love... Yeah, but I think you're missing some nuance. Like when you say someone who is very occupied with with racism uh, or, or, or things along that line, you know, uh, I'm very occupied with racism, but I'm not... Um, <laughs> I'm occupied with it in the sense that I experience it and that I wish it would go away. So I do work towards that end yeah. of exposing uh, racism, educating people about racism, mentoring people who are both victims and propagators of, yeah. of racism. And that's not a bad thing. And there's no judgment on my end. I think most people who are supposedly preoccupied with racism are not judgmental. Of course, there are some. There's some here in Norway who just make blank statements. Norway is racist and that's wrong. That does not foment a good dialogue. Like, like for example, I have, um, I have quite a few friends that are not from Norway. Mm -hmm. My wife is not from Norway. She's white though, but I have uh, black friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I have gone to India and Tonga and where it's predominantly other, uh, cultures with other Mm -hmm. people. But it, but I have, for example, it, I would be hated to be called a racist. And I think, for, for mm-hmm. example, if you're called a racist, you have stopped the dialogue. Yeah. Because then you you have painted a person so bad. And for example, when you say that, well, there's a lot of racism in Norway, mm-hmm. it's the, the thing with that is that it's easily come up, well, don't you dare come and tell me I'm a racist. Yeah, but by saying there's a lot of racism in Norway, that's not calling you a racist or anyone a racist. That's just stating a fact. There is racism in Norway. But that is like, for example, if I come into your house and say, um, well, this house is dirty. (laughs) Actually, it is. (laughs) If you go on the other side of that wall, it's pretty crappy over there. But but the thing is that... I I get what you're saying. I do. You don't want to be blamed for something because you're fine with it. Like, Like when I had small kids, I was fine with my house not being up to par mm. all the time. Sure, sure. But if someone pointed that out, and it's true, I would like, <clears throat> who the hell are you that do you blame me? Yeah, but see, 
anyone who discusses racism or who works or claims to work against racism, if they come with an accusatory tone, they're not someone who is very educated in the ways of dialogue. I, I find most people that, for example, especially on the left in the U.S., like the CRT and stuff, like critical race theory and stuff Which like doesn't that. exist in high schools in America. Well, that's a difference of opinion. But no, that's a fact. We'll get to that. Well, I haven't studied it enough. But I like, have. Yeah, but the, the thing so is So you have that, to trust me then when I say that. But the thing is that, mm-hmm. well, it's, you can say, well, it's not CRT, but if, if the message you give is that, well, there's a lot of racism, that's one of the big, and, and for example- Is that not true? But the thing, like my point is that, for, for example, look at this. If I told you, look around this room and look everything that's red. Look at everything that's red. Then close your eyes mm-hmm. and tell me what is green. Yeah. Right? Because when you when you focus, look at everything that's red, you see everything that's yeah. red. But I, I, know, I understand you what you're doing. Eyes, yeah. You yeah. Don't I understand see what green. you're doing, and that's an excellent philosophical line of argument to take. But I don't think that that is the reality because that line of philosophical statement and uh, uh, argument or or defense or attack within a debate is doesn't reflect the the reality because using that in the context of discussions about race and racism is to assume that we who bring up the discussion don't understand nuance. No, we I'm, who bring up the discussion don't, because to close your eyes and then not understand that there's enough green, I get that, yeah. but that doesn't really apply. But, but the thing is that, for example, Martin Luther King Jr. said, I have a dream that one day, right, mm-hmm. that my children will not be judged by the color of the skin, but by yeah. the content of the character. Yeah. What I've seen in the U.S. is that there has been a reversal. There's a lot more focus, especially amongst the left, on color, race. Do you know why? But but it doesn't matter why. Oh, it does. But it does, my friend. It does. It does matter why. I have to interrupt you. It matters because it's a shame that things are still not equal. The playing field is not level. It depends. Not not in America and also not here in Norway. And as long as it's unlevel, the the discussion must I, be had. Otherwise, there will be no change. But then I have. Uh, I'll take a story. And And then I want to get back to my story about what happened to me about not being able to buy a house, uh, hopefully to explain to to anyone who rolls their eyes and and, and doesn't understand. uh, Hopefully they'll understand that this was racism that kept me from buying a house. But go ahead, please. Um, uh, You probably know the story about, like, um, have you heard about, uh, what's his name? He's like one of the biggest economists, uh, black person, Sowell. Oh, God. Yeah. Uncle Sowell. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, like he, uh, and I've heard it from uh, more than him. I haven't studied myself, but I like, so I trust, um, so, so I haven't fact checked or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he said like up until the black population in the U.S. started because you had a, a history of slavery, mm-hmm. the white population started higher when it comes to uh, economic standards. Of course. And then... It, the gap decreased up until 1967 or, or in the 60s. And mm. then you had LBJ. He came in with like the, the war and poverty or something like that. And then he went into certain areas on uh, especially black communities and said like, well, if you guys have a father in the house, 
we expect the father to uh, provide. But if you're a single mom, we will uh, help the mom. Mm -hmm. So we will uh, we will pay. Up until then, there was less uh, there was less black kids that grew up with a without a dad than white kids. And it was, but since then, more and more black people because it was especially towards them, like the welfare program, mm -hmm. more and more black people ended up without a dad in their home. And why is that? Because the government came in and said, well, if you have a, a, a dad in the home, you have to provide for your family. But if you don't have a dad... You think that's the reason why I men disappeared from I the totally black American family. So. You don't think that the so-called war on drugs, which was started uh, in full effect by, uh, by uh, Nixon... You don't think that that has anything to do with it? Where, I'm, I'm, I'm where the, sure in other words, I'm the sure school from the school to, uh, to the prison, that pipeline. But, but I'm not. I'm sure that it's not one thing, but I think definitely that had an impact on it. Sure, undeniable. Yeah. So undeniable. the thing is, and like even Obama said, like, well, if you don't have a dad, the probability that you end up in jail is like 25 yeah. times uh, more or stuff like that. Yeah. So what is the biggest? What is the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge is that there's there's broken up families. Yeah. So if that is the biggest challenge for the 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 pay gap, mm -hmm. and for example, like if you heard about pay gap, for example, gender pay gap. Sure. Listen to Jordan Peterson on that. Like if you go into the the numbers of it, it's not really a pay gap at all. Because he he comes with the argument that women choose lower paying jobs. Women choose uh, to take time away uh, with their children and whatnot. Jordan yeah. Peterson uh, 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 kind of lays that argument out there uh, in an effective way. A lot of people totally, just run, just I run with that. But yeah. I totally agree with it because, for example, my wife, she's a career woman. And she says, like, what I don't like about uh, the uh, freedom of women mm -hmm is that we, okay, we got the same rights as men and more rights than men because, like, uh, a man doesn't get, well, in Norway, we get, like, uh, uh, baby pay now. But but we, we didn't used to get that. It was only women that got that, like, to, to get paid for staying at home. But with that was kids. under the assumption that it was the woman who stayed home. I stayed home for nine months with our daughter. I, I so. know, but, like, most, mm -hmm. and... and the most psychologists, I like because you can't breastfeed. I'm sorry, you have a big chest, but you can't breastfeed. <laughs> there's no milk in these. <laughs> no. So, so the thing is that there's, um, my wife said, like, well, it was great that we got rights, but when we got those rights, we didn't really sign up for that. We lost the opportunity mm -hmm. to choose to stay home with kids. Because it's like in Norway now, it's almost no possibility to, you both have to work. Unfortunately, like, it's become that way. Yes. And one of the reasons for that is like, that's why, for example, like when I talk about left and right, and we can talk about the differences, the big differences between left and right, like philosophically. But sure. one of the, the, the differences that I think that is left and right is that left often has good intentions. But the long-term fruit of it is really bad. And, and the same could be said about the right. The same could, be, I mean, you could just make a blanket statement, which in this case I think would be justifiable, 
justifiable is that uh, political decisions, whether they come from the left or the right, very often are just looking at the short term yeah. and not paying enough attention uh, to totally the long term. But I, I need to push back on something. Um, uh, enjoy that coffee, man. That's, yeah, that uh, that's some good or- organic stuff right there. Uh, I've been drinking um, regular store-bought uh, coffee. Uh, for the last month or so. And then here today, I busted out the organic and boy, do oh. I taste the difference, man. Um, but I, I want to push back against something that that you seemed to overlook. Forgive me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> there, there are policies that have been put in place and some of them are still in place in America that play a humongous role in the situation uh, concerning uh, the absence of black fathers at home mm-hmm. and the income uh, disparity between uh, black families and 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 white families. Uh, one thing is, uh, and what's his name? Eric Sowell. Eric, I think, is his first name. Sowell uh, talks about only half of the story when it comes to the economic journey of black people and who is at fault. And he says primarily it's black people themselves who are at fault. My pushback is, is there's a whole part of history, several parts of history that are being ignored in that evaluation of the economic state of black Americans. Uh, We can go back to uh, 1921, for example, uh, and then and several occurrences a little bit before and a little after. Just one thing. I what you're probably saying now, I probably won't know. So I won't be able to. That's okay. I just want to put it out there for the viewers and, uh, and for the listeners. Um, uh, well, let me ask you, have you heard of the Tulsa massacre in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921? Uh, I can tell you what I, happened I very, think very briefly. It wasn't that like a few young kids were hanged or something? Oh, no, no. Let me tell you. Okay. Um, after, uh, after slavery, after the civil war and after slavery, uh, black people rose up economically, not all of them. Uh, but many of them, many of us uh, uh, did. <clears throat> uh, black people started to do well. Um, white people in the South didn't like that. Everybody knows about the Ku Klux Klan, mm. and not everybody knows about the reason for the Ku Klux Klan existing. They exist because basically of Southern white jealousy of the progress of black people, and they were founded to do everything they could to suppress and terrorize black people. That was the beginning of a process that slowly and sometimes quickly, suddenly and permanently took wealth, land, uh, uh, assets and possessions and cash out of black hands. And that started almost immediately after slavery, when black people started to actually climb up. Uh, In spite of that, we can fast forward to um, uh, several places all over the South. uh, and the Midwest, in this case, Tulsa, where black people uh, established businesses, communities that were quite wealthy, much, much more wealthy than surrounding mm. exclusively white communities. Tulsa, Oklahoma, was became known as the Black Wall Street. Mm. Yeah, that I heard about. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Lots of wealth there. And you would think um, 1921 is both a long time ago, but not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, and what happened was jealousy, racism, again, bubbled to the top. A posse was put together and they burned Black Wall Street, Wall Street to the ground, uh, killed a lot of black people. 
uh, in that process. More than just a, a few boys, they killed a lot of people, hundreds. Uh, and every business was burned to the ground in Black Wall Street. Uh, that is actually the first time an American military plane was used uh, uh, to bomb civilians. It was an, it was a, they pulled in a biplane and they dropped bombs on some of these buildings. It's all easily verifiable uh, for the YouTubers who say that I'm always talking shit. Just look it up. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street. You have a lot of Tulsa YouTubers Mac. saying that? <laughs> I, I kind of like it, though. At the same time as they criticize, they must be watching, I guess. So mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah. Um, so when, when you when you think about that, that an entire community, a sub-society, if you will, and I say sub only in the only to, to describe it as being separate from uh, the mainstream white society of the time, uh, not by their choice, but by the choice of the, of the racist majority in that area of the United States. Uh, when all of that was wiped out, think of the wealth that was taken out of black hands. Now, this is just one incident. Take several incidences from that and go back maybe another 20, 30, 40 years and go forward another 20, 30, 40 years and think about all of, I can, I can also get into how black farmers have lost uh, hundreds of thousands of acres. Um, if we translate into the Norwegian measurement for land, mol, uh, million, uh, hundreds of millions of, of, of mol that has been taken from them by illegal means. It's all easily documented. So when you look at all of this generational wealth uh, that has been taken out of the hands of black families, is it any wonder? Is it the fault of what well, I'll say this, what is more proper and uh, uh, to, to, to focus on? Is it that it's black people's fault that they don't have wealth uh, these days? Or is it, more proper and enlightening and unifying to say that, wow, in spite of all of the dozens of incidences like the Tulsa massacre, uh, the, the, the massacre and the burning down of Black Wall Street, in spite of that, there are black people like myself who are financially successful. There are black families who have generational wealth. So it's a, it's a narrative thing. For some reason, Mr. Sowell chooses to go here. It's black people's fault that they don't have proper economy, that they're lagging behind white folks, uh, and that they have no general generational wealth. He ignores this large segment of American history, thereby putting a narrative out there that is easily consumed, no offense, but by people like you who are... Uh, uh, consumers of American you news. You know me already. <laughs> <laughs> consumers of, yeah, we're, and we're going to get to that, but, but consumers of American news, and believe me, there's nothing wrong with that, but I want people to have the whole story. That narrative that Eric Sowell puts out, and it's, I think it's funny that a lot of white people in America and a lot of uh, uh, followers of American news outside of America, specifically here in Norway, will pull out somebody like Eric Sowell as if, come on, John, Thomas this Sowell. black man is right. What's wrong with you, John? This, this man, I'm sorry, Thomas, is it? Thomas yeah. Sowell. yeah, you see how much I listen to what he's doing. Thomas, uh, Thomas Sowell uh, is his name. Sorry, I've been saying Eric this whole time. But, but like, for example, Eric. Do you see, but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, he's yeah, leaving yeah. out an entire but, segment but, of history, but, and that's important. But, but one thing, I heard Dennis Prager, do you know him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said... Uh, like he was on like a biblical teaching with uh, Jordan Peterson. <clears throat> and he said, 
and, and this is it has nothing to do with racism and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is on a general thing. Yeah. And I think this is important. He said the biggest difference between uh, religious education mm-hmm. and a non-religious education. He said in a non in a religious education, the biggest problem in your life is you. Mm-hmm. And in a non-religious education, the biggest problem in life is racism, inequality, whatever, like all these things. And and let me let me point out. And this. Pre- Prager said that. Yeah, Prager said that. The, a white guy who doesn't experience no, racism. I'm just gonna put that well, out there. But he's a Jew. He's a Jew. I love my Jewish brothers and sisters. No, but, I have but, Jewish but, but, people but, but in my listen, family. Listen. But let's not let's let's but, not but, get it twisted. No, but let's like if if someone <sighs> if there's a population that has experienced more persecution, more killing than any other population on through history, it is the Jewish population. Yes. But if we're talking about American history, no. it is the American okay. black man. Well, like Jews. Well, in a world scale, is am I wrong? Jew. Yeah, but okay, I, I, but if but, we're talking but, about American politics, you brought my, up Prager. That's American politics there. Yeah, but my point is mm-hmm. that if my view is my life is hard because of someone else did to me, it has taken away all first it has taken away the power for me to change it yeah but where's your nuance no, cannot no. both be true that of i that, that i oh, could not buy course. a house because of racism but i also have some responsibility in that how i reacted to that and i'll get to i'll tell it, you the story and things like that what cannot both be true yes of you're course. speaking in absolutes no no I, well, if someone hollers course, out about racism course, that doesn't mean that's course, the only issue of course both can be true but the yeah. thing is that if you focus too much on the problems out there, it takes away because, for example, like yeah, but how much is too much? There are problems out there. Uh, oh, Again, of course, if we don't have discussions like this, which I I love, and and okay, let me let me just take a little sidetrack here. On my show, I've only had one um, uh, Republican. You could say one person from the right side of politics. Uh, on my show, and that was my brother Austin uh, Rasmussen. So you're number two. Yeah. So my viewers and listeners may not be used to this kind of discussion, but we are just discussing, and I think this is a great way to discuss this thing. So I just want to say that as an aside to my viewers and listeners, <clears throat> we don't agree on some things, but I think you and I agree on most things. Yeah, I really do. Totally. Uh, for, for, I just wanted to put but, that but out there. I, yeah. I would like to, for example, like take welfare. And I find that as an interesting thing because it, it brings out a great point because both the left and the right uh, has usually they, they want to take care of the poor. Okay? Yeah. So let's let's say that we agree on taking care of the poor. Not really. Republicans don't give a crap. Well, but go ahead. No, the thing is that <laughs> I like, I, I like I, to I, have I, proof that they do care. Okay. I like to have proof but, of but that. The, the thing is that uh well i'll come to that i think that my answer will answer that uh, that point sure the difference between for example the welfare state and jesus's teaching and i'm a very strong believer in uh, in the bible and i'm a christian as am i and mm-hmm. most of like the the founders in the us were christians and the most quoted book in the bible you should listen to what is uh, wall builders? They're called. He's 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 viewed as the biggest constitutional expert, and he has 
the biggest uh, personal library of uh, text, original text from the founding of U.S. Okay. Um, it's called Wall Builders. I don't remember his name now. Uh, but the thing is that the difference between, for example, sorry, I'm going to turn off my phone here. <laughs> Uh, my, the biggest difference between um, Jesus says no, or, or the welfare says, uh, state says that as a poor person, you have the right for the welfare state to take care of you. Mm-hmm. In in like, if you take away the welfare state, it's basically saying the poor has right to be provided by the rich. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. In Christianity, there's nothing like that. It's the Christians' resp- no, it's a, the the wealthiest responsibility to take care of the poor. But it's never the poor's right to get from the rich. And both end up. And let me take this. Both end up taking care of the poor. But one thing, it it is my right for you to give to me. The other one, I have no rights of you. Mm-hmm. But it's you your, mean no right to demand? No, exactly. Yeah. I have no right to demand from you mm-hmm. that you're going to take care of me. But when you do out from the willingness of your heart, it's going to fill my heart with gratefulness. Oh, absolutely. I believe that as well. And and the thing is that <sighs> welfare state, for for example, I've heard many quote this. I don't know where they find it from, but I do believe it. The, like if you have seen the difference between right and left in the U.S., the left are having policies that wants the poor to be taken care of, but it's always through the poor's right to take from the rich in a way, or the right to get from from the rich. (sighs) On the right side, they don't want that at all. But the people that vote right, often in average, and you can say, well, they're richer, but in average, they mm-hmm. are giving a lot more of their own time. For example, like the politicians that are uh, for like uh, sanctuary city and such, no. the Democrats. And then you had some politicians, well, we'll send them to you. Or we'll send them to Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. We'll send them to your place. No, we don't want them here. That's not true. That's not true. You, I don't know what narrative you're listening to, but the fact is, is that people like uh, Ron DeSantis, it. listen to me, uh, please, uh, Ron DeSantis and uh, Governor uh, um, Abbott from Texas mm-hmm. are just blankly sending immigrants, lying to them, first of all, and saying that they're going to be taken care of and this, that, and the other, but then just putting them on a bus and sending them blindly to Martha's Vineyard, for example. Uh, but, but that, hold on a second. That is politicizing the issue at the expense, the grave expense of these poor uh, 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 immigrants and asylum seekers who are being used as pawns. And I don't see anything Christ-like in that. I don't see no, any, and that has nothing to do with, no, but, and, and hold on a second. And, and I don't think we can exclude human rights. No, but what is, a, that. what is a human right? Because, for example, the Bible, according to the Bible, if you don't want to work, you should not eat, the Bible says. So is food a human right if you don't work? The Bible also shows uh, several examples of Jesus and his disciples feeding the poor. Yes, but that, so, but, but we're totally, but that, the, the, the whole point is that there's a difference between 
whose responsibility is it my right to get food from the rich i wish it didn't it have rich? to be a, a poor person's right to get food from the rich but maybe it needs not maybe i believe it needs to be a right because we have too many examples of the rich and some of them so-called christians doing very unchristlike I, I things totally to the detriment of the poor i'm, I'm totally like thereby it. we have a society that has uh, made a series of elections and choices which then put in place a series of laws to protect the rights of the poor but but i wish it wasn't necessary no. but there's too many people who are not living a christ-like existence and I, that I, makes I, laws I, like I that totally that makes laws but like that that makes amendments to the american constitution I necessary to protect the rights of people. i i 100 agree yeah, but you said that there's a problem with people feeling that they have a right to food or housing yes because i i i, I can't get that to mix no because the thing is that for example, in the Old Testament, uh, you had kind of a welfare state. And the welfare state there is that, for the, for example, if you were a landowner and you took in your food or you took in your crop, you should leave something on the side of the field so the poor could come there and pick themselves. But now you're saying should, which you're hinting that there is a right of those poor people no. to have it. You said they, should. Yes. But, but you but, jumped but, on me a little but, while ago when that, I said that no, there should but, be things to protect the, the poor. But the difference is, the difference is. Yeah rich person should leave something on the side of their of their field yeah in modern times that's called taxes paying no taxes no. it should leave something on the right of the field and in modern you, times that's called paying taxes no, but listen yeah you just didn't f take in all the crop right you, you didn't left. keep all of your money you paid taxes i'm just putting it in a modern no, context but, but, go ahead please it was the right, it was not the, the poor person's right to get like, for example, well, I want the rich to come here with the food. No, I had to go out. I had to gather. I get, I get it. I had to do it. There was, there was opportunity to get it. I, I understand but that. So, so what I'm for is I'm for opportunity for everyone. Which but is not in place in America today. Uh, fine. And there's a lot of uh, stuff like that, that you can say that. There, because that's why I, the, the like we, we talked on the phone here. The different, the the hard thing today to talk about, for example, specific issues, mm -hmm. is that you have your sources and I have more sources, and they don't agree on the facts at all. For example, like <clears throat> I'll take an example. I listened to the inauguration speech of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. I thought it was some of the most amazing thing I've ever heard. I was like sitting, wow. hallelujah. And then I read Vega the day after, and they said, well, this is... Vega is a Norwegian national uh, uh, newspaper. Uh, syndicated newspaper. Yeah. I read Vega the, the day after, and I was like, this is, uh, it's a ghastly thing from the 30s, like uh, uh, saying that it was the same as Hitler. But I don't think they're saying there's a difference in facts. They're, they're interpreting, in, interpreting those facts differently. Because I also listened to his speech, and I thought it was horrid. I thought it was I amazing. thought it was scary. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, see, but that's not a difference in facts. That's a difference in the interpretation of no, facts. And that but, happens because but, but we all have different backgrounds, yes, sometimes but, drastically different. Yes, but for example, if, for example, you didn't listen to a speech and you read Breitbart on that speech and you read Viag on that speech and you got their uh, uh, interpretation yeah. of you because you didn't listen to the yeah. uh, do the thing yourself. I, I guess it's different for me as a, as a podcaster and a program producer and journalist. I look at both sides uh, of things. Um, uh, you know, I choose 
what I what I believe and yeah. and in which direction to go. Uh, part of that is because of my background. Part of that is because of my own experiences. Part of that is my gathering of experiences from others throughout the type of work that I've done my entire adult life. Um, part of that is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all of those things that cause us to interpret the same set of facts yeah. in, in different ways. Yeah. And I think that's allowed. Yeah, and totally. There, there is hopefully and, more of a meeting of the minds by yeah. more discussions like this, which I don't think happens often enough. No, like I, I said, I you're totally. only the second person yeah. but, to come but, on my program who's from the right. I would like to, because right side like, of politics. like when we said, like, for example, the welfare, like the rights of the poor and the, the responsibility of the rich, the, the both the right and left there have a common goal that the the poor should be taken care of. Yeah, but, but there's where we disagree. I do not believe that today's Republican Party has the interests of okay, poor people but, in but, mind. But let's... I'd like proof that they do. But let's... For, for example, like... Uh, we probably disagree on the facts here too, but all the polling... Or all the uh, numbers I've heard is that under President Trump, for example, there was less unemployment amongst the black people. There was less unemployment amongst women. There's there was... less unemployment now for black people and women than there were under Trump. Okay. Fact. Okay. Fact. But the, but the thing is that uh, when you see uh, a lot of the th people I've listened to, like conservative black people, mm -hmm. they say that Trump's um, uh, policies were great for the people you may not like him as a person and so so what i would like to do because we are not gonna for example agree on trump or biden or whatever but like what do you think are the biggest difference between left and right when it comes to the foundational worldview or the foundational principles what do you think for example freedom of speech used to be something that was the left's like they were standing and uh, proclaiming that. Now you have hate speech, and now you have, for example, the the left. They're talking a lot more about. Well, yes, we're for free speech, but not that speech. Like what, for example? Uh, because I think some of the things that the right has has brought up as a uh, trampling of free speech is is not that. Well, I don't, I don't, I know that I don't, I don't agree with the narrative that the left is less pro free speech than the right. Well, for example, like uh, after the war, mm -hmm. this is free speech according to Dennis Prager. He lived in a mm -hmm. small community. It was a, a community that was predominantly Jew. Mm -hmm. This was right after the Second World War. And the, there was neo-Nazis there. Yep. And they walked down the street with the swastikas and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And, and they were not arrested. Yep. If something is, uh, if anything is uh, hate, hate speech or whatever, that would be definitely that's an example of yeah. it absolutely absolutely but the 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 freedom of speech was so strong mm -hmm. that they had the right to do it they had the right to be uh, protested against but they had the right to do it so so but if you're using that as a barometer of free speech well free speech is just as solidly in place today because there's a lot of neo-nazis marching around and in fact they did it just a few months ago right outside of my hometown in the next but, town over wadsworth neo-nazis swastikas and everything but, but what, they weren't arrested but what is they weren't arrested like but, charlottesville but what a few you, years ago at the beginning of what, trump's uh trump's uh, yeah, presidency but what they you, were allowed to protest yeah, and say what, all those horrible things they weren't arrested but what do you think is the biggest difference between left and right when it comes to basic worldview like what the principles that it is built upon 
because I we're not going to agree on the facts. But what are the the principles that differ? Yeah, but we mostly? do agree on the facts. We just interpret them differently. Okay. I don't. I don't think you think there's a whole nother set of facts. You know, I I know about. You know, I don't listen to Thomas Sala. As you see, I was getting his name wrong for a half hour. I, I kept calling him Eric, but I am familiar with his work and his statements, so I know what he's about. I just think he's wrong. So, so but, we're but not. What, we're not. What do you think? Not, what do you think are the biggest difference between left and right when it comes to worldview and principles, <sighs> philosophical principles? You know, it's kind of hard to break it down into philosophical terms because I don't think either party does anything from a philosophical standing point. I think both parties, to a large degree, are are are, uh, you know, whichever direction they're looking has a lot with financing. It's, it has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Um, but what do you think should, like, if you think about... If okay. I think traditional left, yes. I'm thinking workers' rights, traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I'm thinking traditional right, I'm thinking uh, individual rights. Yeah. Uh, if I'm thinking traditional left, I'm thinking... So uh, it would left be more like community and right more individual then? You know, that's a both, as you would say in Norway, bulldog. It's a, it's a, it's a... It's a yes and no situation because Republicans, if you think about community, Republicans cannot stand the federal government or even the state government often. They're more looking at almost a libertarian type of local government yeah. type of thing. So on one hand, you would think Republicans are anti-establishment, yeah. but if you break it down to a local level, they are almost fanatically just look at how uh, a lot of Republican school boards are are acting. Uh, uh, you know that is very much community based. So you would, in that instance, Republicans are very community oriented. Um, well, I think that has been a backlash the, just the last few years, at least as my understanding. Mm -hmm. Like because it has been since Trump was president. Yes. Well, even after the last three years. Yeah, but I'm Biden. saying since and up until now, since yeah. Trump was president and still going on yeah. today. Because um, it has been the it has been a domain on the left yeah. a lot. Yeah. So it's maybe now it's more like equal. It used yeah, to but be the they, they, the they exercise that focus on community in two different ways. Uh I, I believe that Democrats, from what I see, uh are more um when they think of community community, they're thinking of more inclusion. Republicans, when they're thinking of community, they're thinking more exclusionary. In other words, we have our thing here. Yeah. You people need to stay out. But, but uh, like when you see and that's it, just, so, so, so that's what I'm saying. Hold on a second. That's why I'm saying both parties or both spectrums of the political mm -hmm. spectrum, left and right, are in many ways similar in that mm -hmm. they are very fluid how, depending how, on finances, depending on yeah. the topic of the day. Like if you, depending if, election cycles. Yeah. If you look at the political landscape, like from left to right. Yeah. Um, I would say like extreme left mm -hmm. is totalitarianism in my view. I would say totalitarian communism because you have totalitarian fascism yeah, but, over but, here. But the fascism, remember, like for or Nazism were um, the National Socialist Socialistic Party. But that right? socialistic thing was only in name. Just like before, like 70 years ago, Democrat meant racist Southern. Whereas today, Republican means racist Southern. So terms change but, but over the years. Is, and that's that the same is, thing with that socialist that is, thing in the Nazi socialist yeah, but, but, party. But one thing. Okay. It's very right wing. I, I'm pushing the Nazis you. were not left wing. 
<laughs> we, we, we agree well, on that, correct? But, but it depends on how you define it, right wing or left wing. Let because me ask you, today, for, for today example, who supports Nazism? Lefts, leftists or, 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 uh, or, or right wingers? I don't. I think it's extremely few that oh, support hold on now. Nazism. I, I I agree with you, but Extreme. among those who support Nazism, are they are they on the right I, side or the left? I would say that they're crazy, and I don't. So would I. But are they on the right or on the left? Come on, I, man. Hans Jakob, you can say no, this. But, it's okay. Well, you can it's say probably, it. It's it's it right depends, side. I'll, depends, I'll answer for you, and it, you tell me I'm no. wrong. It's the right side of the political spectrum that supports okay. Nazism. So thereby. Okay, but if you go, if you go to the socialist, okay, if you go to that socialist word in the Nazi Socialist yeah, but, Party from World War II, let, that's why that doesn't really apply in no, today's but, but political let me, spectrum. Let me say this, uh, and this is where I find a lot of people talk uh, past each other because we don't agree on the definition of words. Like if you define left as totalitarianism, extreme left, mm -hmm. and right extreme light as not nazism but um what do you call it um uh, when you don't have any laws um uh, oh, yeah, anarchy, anarchy. Yeah. if you mm -hmm. if you view that like this is extreme individual mm -hmm. this is extreme community <clears throat> then left and right so where did the nazi party of world war ii fall on your spectrum well, they are totally uh they, they were not individualists they were totally for a total. They were totalitarian, but on the right. Well, it depends on how you define right and left. Okay. Well, how did the Nazi Party have anything to do but, but, with what the, no, the Russian, the Russian Communist Party was doing? You agreed that the Russian Communist Party was total uh, totalitarian left. Yes. So, but, but are you saying but, that there's no such thing as a totalitarian right? Is that what you're saying? Uh, it, just ask. It, it depends on how you define it, because if you define mm -hmm. it as individual on the right and community on the left, we need both. By the way, we need the individual oh, rights and absolutely. we need the, the community. It is individuals that make but, up the community, absolutely, yes. and it's so, the community that affects the lives of the individual, absolutely, hand yes, in hand. Yes, and it's also the uh, the individual that affects the life of the community. Absolutely, yeah, hand in hand. So, yeah. but so that's where, for example, if you define, that's why, for example, like I would define affaire. Mm -hmm. as on the right because there's they're the most libertarian yeah. they're the most yep. individualistic agreed then i would agreed. Uh, define Rutt mm -hmm. the red as, party yeah. yes the the ones on the left because they're the most communal or they're most like a uh, top-down rulership this is individual rulership yeah. i when you take that aspect of it then i'm a lot further on the right and then we talked on the phone i think that we all have the the need for security and we all have the need for freedom. Yeah. The foundational value of the US, and I think a lot has changed after 60s, 70s and stuff like that. But at least the foundation, like for example, like everyone that went from Norway to the US in the 1800s, yeah. there were no security. There were only possibility Yes. Those are possible, but there's no security whatsoever. You could die on the ship. You could die of fever. You could die yeah. by Indians. Mm -hmm. You could die by anything, right? Yeah. But there was uh, there was uh, a possibility. There was an opportunity. Yeah. The whole U.S. Everyone that came there 200 years ago, except the slaves, but everyone else that immigrated freely to there, there were no security. 
only opportunity. opportunity. Yes. yes, absolutely. And that is the foundation of the U.S. that I love. But do you know what makes that foundation shaky? But, you said it yourself, except for the slaves. Okay. But, and, and, and that is something that still needs to be dealt with. See, look, to talk but, about but then, that thing being something that needs to be dealt with does not mean that the one who is speaking about it, in this case me, is, is looking for a handout. What we are looking for is justice. Okay, and to ignore but, that but, in the conversation okay, is wild. But, but then, That's wild to but me. But then for me, for example, like the Jews, like we talked about Jews, they were, 6 million Jews died only 60, 70 years ago. Yep. Slavery ended like a longer time ago. And there's still a lot of anti-Semitism <clears throat> in the U.S. and in the world today. Yep. So, like, because what I am... So alert, what you're saying then I'm, is black people need to be more like the Jews and come on, step it up, black folks, and get it. Is that what you're saying? A little bit, yes. Wow. Or, no, a, wow. Not, not about black people. Everyone. <sighs> yeah, but we're talking about black people No, now. but everyone that falls into a category where they view themselves as a victim. Okay, but see, now um, that's that right-wing trope right there. It, to speak about racism and inequality and uh, uh, disparity and opportunity is to paint oneself or that group as a victim. That's just... No, but, but because to not speak about it is to accept that lack of opportunity, to accept that but, racism, but, but, but to let, accept let, that let disparity. Me, but let me see, say this. I have had hardships in my life. Sure, everyone has. Absolutely. Yes. For, for example, I... Like my ears are a little outstanding, right? <laughs> so I, I you're a handsome guy. Thank you. I grew, ears and all. I grew into my ears. <laughs> I love it. But, but when I was a teenager, my ears they look. Yep. I look like a monkey, right? Mm -hmm. They were standing right out. I my best friend said, like, do you know what Hansa? Because I was quite fit as a teenager. You know, Hansa, you could have done really well on the hundred meter slash if you didn't have your flaps out. <laughs> Wind resistance. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and, but imagine, and that is something I'm born with, yeah. right? Yeah. Imagine if there were a hundred of us that were teased by the same thing, by mm -hmm. the community. Yeah. It would be easy to, well, if we talked too much about it and stuff like that, it would be easy. But I asked you before when you said something about that uh, too much focus, how much is too much? Because again, I think you're missing the whole element of nuance. You're talking as if to talk about these things, uh, uh, inequality, racism, is but, but to let's, paint let's oneself talk, as a victim. But, but how about talking about it? And, and again, uh, but how do we move forward from it? Because by talking about it and agreeing that there's that it's an issue, first of all. Okay, but, but what about that my ears? Should I make everyone uh, agree that if you're since born with I was, it, yeah, but no, you're wrong. I think I think I don't think this is a good, and I rarely say that someone is wrong, but I think you're wrong because you're trying to make this analogy. There's no there's no similarities. There's no foundation to where a, a, a solid analogy analogy can be made about a, a physical characteristic and a socioeconomic characteristic of a nation that can be fixed through awareness, dialogue and discussion and a new set of laws. You can't fix your ears, but you can certainly fix the economic and socio uh, uh, disparities well, in the United but, States. But, you can certainly but, do but that. What, what, Okay. Am I, I wrong? Do you think it can't be fixed? Yes. Okay. Okay, I, I think that it can't be. Okay. The, only the yeah. individual can fix uh, their own life. For example, um, we have so, uh, for example, why are the Jews still today pretty well off? 
when they lost everything 70 years ago? I don't compare the plight of European Jews during World War II. I don't compare that to the plight of black Americans. I just don't. But why are they doing okay? <clears throat> because What's your answer? What's your answer? I think it has to do with culture. Okay. A lot of so it's a culture. Are you saying then? Uh, for for the, example, the, the Jews. The, 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 the assumption of that is that there is a cultural flaw among Black Americans, and that is why we are still, no, to a certain uh, for, degree, for, in the for, same for, position for, that well, we are well, in. Let's, let's is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying. Okay. Well, then please explain okay. what you say then about it's a cultural thing. For, for example, like values. Mm -hmm. If you like, like they have done a like I heard about the research program here. They, they did a um, the most uh, the biggest predictor of um, if you're going to do well in life or not. Like they did like a, a research thing with kids. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of kids in the room and they gave them one marshmallow. I don't know if you heard about this uh, thing. I, yeah. yeah. They gave them one marshmallow and they said, well, you can eat the marshmallow, but if you wait half an hour, mm -hmm. I'll give you three more. Yeah. Most of the kids couldn't wait half an hour mm -hmm. and they ate the marshmallow. Delayed gratification yes. is something that comes with uh, age. No, experience. no, but but the thing is that the peep that the kid that learned had l already learned that yeah. did a lot better, and all life is about well, if I delay my gratification now, I can get a better tomorrow. And good parents teach their kid. Well, I shouldn't say that. Um, uh, the child who is taught that by their parents is a child that will, in general, do quite well. Yes. So my yeah. point is. It's a family thing. Yeah. And of course, okay, remember now, I'm not saying that there are certain people groups or certain people have bigger obstacles than others. I'm not saying that mm -hmm. at all. My point is that we all have obstacles. Sure. Yeah. And I can, like, you can be a white person and have bigger obstacles than the black person. You can be uh, a black person <clears throat> having, but in average, you can say the black person has a bigger, but, but you have to, you always have to deal with the individual. Of course. But again, to speak on these issues is not to, to sign away personal no, but, responsibility no, but, but, in but, any but case. But then I think that what I like with a lot of the black conservatives I listen to, what they are saying to their community is that, okay, there is hope. There is, uh, you can get up if you do this, this, and this, for example, like, um, uh, they they had done a predictor. If you, um, if even if you grow up in very poor uh, standard in the U.S., if you don't get kids before you're married, you finish high school, and you s keep a job. You do all then, those things. Your life is gonna be. You're gonna have a good start. Yes, absolutely. And then I don't think anybody disagrees. No, on but that. but then if that is the if that is reality. If you can, if those three things, yeah. what should be our main focus then? It's to teach kids not to have sex and uh, get kids outside of marriage. It's to teach, teach them to stay in school <clears throat> and it's to teach them to, to delay gratification. So even though you hate your job, if you stick to it, you're going to get a better tomorrow. Are you aware that most black families teach their children that? No, but. Well, the the point is, for example, like I'm a Christian, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of it in the Bible that I wish that I lived according to, but I don't live it. It doesn't Nobody's matter. Perfect. Nobody's it doesn't, perfect. It doesn't matter what I 
what I espouse to is mm -hmm. like, what do I actually live out? Yep. So if, if that is the thing, that if you do those three things, mm -hmm. you're going to get a better life. You're going to get out of poverty. Yeah, but you're not get necessarily because you're leaving out a few elements. But but if if you're leaving out some elements, some other factualities. Oh, of course, but if that is if that covers say ninety percent of people, if it's they a good do, start. If Absolutely. they do that, yeah, you're going to get out of poverty, right? Yeah, but you're not necessarily. I say not. I say yes, but okay, not necessarily. But there's nothing in life that is necessarily. There's nothing in life that if okay, I do A B C, I'm sure to get problem is that sure I think the D. problem is that people on the right think that just about everybody, if you do this, you're going to be fine, and that's just not true. It's no, but, just but, not okay, true. But nothing is is told true in uh, because you can be. I just ask the people on the right. Yes, like I that. know, but I just ask the people from the right pull it back. And we were talking about understanding. I think people on the right do not understand the problems of everyday people who, in most ways, are very similar to them. But they, being from the right, will create these barriers, this us and them type of thing. But I hear what you're saying. Uh, Hans Jakob, <clears throat> if people do this, that, and the other, then they are on a very good start. But I think you're also ignoring some, there are certain magnets in this world, in this life that we live, that pull circumstances away from what is just and correct and right. 100% agree. Yeah, but I don't think you agree on everything because you probably don't believe in structural racism. Well, system systemic racism. Why is it, for example, uh, that okay? You talk about education and living your life, right? Yeah, you could be a you could be a take, well. Take hold on, hold a second. Owens you could be a, you there. could be a well-educated black man, yeah. college degree. Yeah. Uh, statistically, in America, that educated black man is still, still, going to be out hired by a white convicted felon. Why is that? I that's a fact that okay. is a statistical fact you can look that up in the census bureau all those numbers are there it's the equivalent to norway's uh, stat, uh statistics uh, uh thank you yeah. <laughs> i forgot what it's uh, called but it's the same thing so so we tr i i hope uh, we can we uh, talk about differences in, in where we well, source I, our facts I, I think, but i think we can trust that and why is that well i this I, guy has done these three okay. things that you talked about and yeah. yet but but one thing that for example like you said the thing from um the Black Wall Street in mm -hmm. Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Okay. Were there mostly black people there? They were all black people. Okay. Why were there only black people there? Racism. So it was, were the black people racist? Against, well, one thing. <laughs> Come do, on do, now. No, Hold do, on. do you think that black can be racist against white? Or is it only white that can be racist? In the United States of America, uh, to me, racism is about power. I don't see black people having power over white people. I just okay, don't see it. Then we don't agree I just on the don't definition see of uh, racism. Give me an example of all. a racist black Okay, because an individual, for, for an individual. Uh, okay. For me, racism is if I think that you're less worth than me because of the color and of skin. And there are black people who feel that about white people. They are racist. Of course. I'm talking on a, system, on a systemic level, on a national systemic level. There is no black racism. There are black individual racists. Yes. Okay. But, but what but, does that have to do with Tulsa? You were talking about Tulsa. Well, my point was that, for example. 1921. Yeah. Why weren't there any white there? Or Japanese, because or at Asian that time, or stuff like that. At, well, at that time, America uh, had laws in place to uh, uh, restrict, or at times, I can't, re I can't get my years straight, but I want to say at that time, uh, it was illegal for Chinese and Japanese to immigrate to America, and no white people wanted to live with a bunch of those 
blanks and yeah. words back then. Yeah, but, but no, that's why. That's why okay, there were no but, white people but then there. Then another thing. I'll, I'll uh, say. Let's go to slavery. Yeah. Slavery has existed in all the world through all times. Not chattel slavery. What? what, what? Chattel. C H A T T E L. Shortly, uh, or briefly, I will tell you. Chattel slavery is um, uh, slavery for money. Uh, and, um, uh, uh that has it was, always been, hold on. I'm not finished. Huh? It's slavery for money. There's certain elements to chattel yeah. slavery, uh, for money. And the most important one being that, uh, you and your children and your children, um, it, it was a general, you would always be a slave well, the in the slavery, in, in the, the slave, in, in the slavery of old, you could buy your way out common. Uh, you had certain terms. In other words, for a few years, you were out and your children were not considered slaves. So the the, the Jews under Pharaoh was for 400 years. Uh, I will contest that in that I do not believe that they were. It was autom an automatic thing that their children would also be slaves. And it was quite common, again, to either work your way out of slavery or buy not, your way out of slavery. Not, not during Pharaoh. <clears throat> but I don't, well, you know, and I'm not too sure about that, but I don't compare the plight of our Jewish brothers and sisters with the plight of no, black oh, Americans. Okay. I but just my, don't do my, that. My point is, it's not comparable. My, my point is, if we can agree that slavery has been through all, all history, mm -hmm. all generations. Absolutely. Yeah. What Absolutely. was the first country in the world that uh, abolished slavery? That abolished slavery? I believe it was England. Yeah. What was second? I don't remember. U.S. Or are they second or third? Okay, but these are all facts that I do not contest. Okay. But you okay. contest my, the fact my, of the effects of American slavery, okay. which but, is interesting. But why? No, I'm not. But why okay. is it only the U.S. that talk about slavery when we have had it all over the world? And you had slavery is another in the nation, 20th Where is another 20th, nation where black people... Uh, living in a white in a white mind uh, majority are why uh, have, a, have a history have no. a history listen to me have a history which is current a current history of oppression suppression and lack of equal opportunity like America has tell me that country okay I'm not saying it doesn't exist I'm saying tell me that country okay. and well, if that country exists what is wrong with those black people choosing to fight against that system okay. no I'm not saying that it's I am 100% for qual equality. Mm -hmm. I'm not for equity. I'm totally like uh, the uh, same outcome, but I'm for the same opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. Uh, so for, for example, like the, the thing is that the, the black nations in uh, like, for example, the slaves, they, the, the, and the, like, for example, I, I have to be sensitive now. I'm not at all justifying mm -hmm. anything i'm just telling historical facts mm -hmm. right um this the white slave owner or the slave owners horrible but it was something that happened all throughout history all throughout the world right the in africa who gather up the slaves it was utter it was utter <sighs> black people that gather up and sold yes. their brothers and sisters yes. into slavery and, right and right yeah. So and we don't disagree Af on that. And Africa also continues slavery a long time after U.S. Yeah. abolished horrible. slavery. Right? Absolutely horrible. Yes. Yeah. My point is, if all history has had slavery, slavery is not unique. The slavery in nobody's saying it is. No, slavery in U.S. is definitely not unique. Yeah. But what is it unique? It is unique. No. I want you to find another 
point in the history of slavery anywhere where it's similar to way, the way it was in the United States. You, you bring up the Jews. Okay. Well, the, for, next. For, for example, next. Uh, this uh, slavery, uh, the slave trade, like uh, Candace Owens has a great video on this on PragerU. Okay. I just I have should... to point out Candace Owens, you, you mentioned Thomas uh, Saul. Uh, or Thomas Sowell, I'm pronouncing it Norwegian. Thomas Larry Sowell, Elder or Larry something. Elder, yeah. and Candace Owens. That's great that you listen to them, and and I listen to them in the sense of, or with the intention of staying informed. But they are not black leaders. I just want to make sure that you understand. It doesn't that. matter for me. It doesn't like I. That's fine. Like, that doesn't matter. I just I, want to put I that wish out there. That, that they we are... could come back to mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. Sure. I don't care about the color of your skin. Yeah, great. But I'm just saying that I want to come up, back. The only thing that I care about is the character. I'm just I don't care about if you're white. And that's great, but yellow. I just find it interesting that people on the right always bring up the worst examples of black representation cuz Candace Owens, Thomas Sowell, Why are they, they're quite because they're, they're more and more people. They, there's a lot of black people that agree with them. How many? What's a lot? What's the percentage of okay. black Americans that you think well, follow them. Th- there's more and more. Let's say it that way. There's more and more. Since when? Well, since there was a boost. Uh, oh, okay. uh, there was but, a but, micro but, but boost that, of black that followers is, that is for Trump for during to, his presidency. Uh, th- there's uh, impossible for me or you to understand because we haven't uh, talked. We have to. Uh, uh, we have to rely on censuses, and we yeah, also see that for makes example, it not impossible. Poll, that makes it not impossible. Some, All we have to do is look at the numbers, and the numbers well, say there were small bumps but, but of black thing, followers but, of Trump during his presidency, but it was almost hardly noticeable. And black people overwhelmingly denounce the teachings of these people that you're, that you're mentioning. And I just find, and I'm just saying, I find it very interesting that people on the right always pull up those names as examples during these discussions. It's just interesting. The thing is that there's, because they are saying something unique that is not the mainstream black. Absolutely. And that's right? how they make their money. Absolutely. No, but they're good at it. They are. But but the thing is, I, okay, I am, I hope that we can come back to a place where the color of the skin doesn't matter. Come back. I want to get there in the first place. Okay. But the thing is, that, well, we'll come back to the vision of uh, yeah. Martin Luther King Jr., right? And that is also uniquely U.S. and Canada, for example, like that, with uh, predominant, everyone was, Mm -hmm. came from another country. In Europe, for example, I think if you have what I'm scared of, and remember, I have a lot of immigrant friends. Mm -hmm. I love all people. I love all cultures. I don't, but I don't, for example, I don't want to go to Japan and come to, uh, Oslo. I want <laughs> Japan to no. I know what you're saying, but that, I I want Japan to be a unique culture, and that when I come there, there's a but Norwegian is a very Norway yes, is a very but, unique but, culture. But also, like remember, culture is also partly the uh, biology, right? So, for example, if you mm-hmm. it would be strange to come to um, a small city in Norway and only mm-hmm. see black people. Sure. I yeah. wouldn't find that. Oh, it's a majority this, white. Yes. This is weird. Yeah, that would be very strange. Yeah. yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. I am also for conserving the uniqueness of cultures. So What I, do you think I'm, threatens the, the uniqueness of the Norwegian culture? Is it First of all, is it under threat here in Norway? Well, if we look at Sweden. No, no, forget it. I'm not asking no, you about but, Sweden. But, I'm but, asking you about Norway. 
I think, for for example, well, I yes, I do think so. Okay, what and do you think are the main? From, can you name me the two main threats to the Norwegian culture? Well, I, I'll, I think the education system. Yeah. For example, and I think social media and stuff like that. I like take a biblical example in in Acts. Uh, it says that God put up borders of nations and its people. So it was a God thing that he puts mm -hmm. out, okay, that people group should stay there, that people group should stay there, and there was always some immigration. For example, like mm -hmm. uh, uh, the Jews, you could be a non-Jew and come into Israel, but in order to be totally accepted by community, you had to, a male had to uh, uh, circumcise, right? Yeah. So there was, a, okay, if you come in this country, it's our rules, not your rules. We're not gonna. We're but not you're gonna submit as if to your you're rules. You're talking as if there is a uh, frightening threat to the rules of of Norway. Now, no. of course. Now, I work. For, let me say this in all openness. I worked within Norwegian immigration for a while, mm. and I know <clears throat> that there are some people. You know, in a group of a of five thousand, you'll find a couple who come here. You know, with their chests out. You know, I'm a proud wherever I'm coming from and Norway is gonna, is not going to change me. And, you know, you you have, you do have people with that. Uh, I call it a radical uh, attitude. Absolutely. There are people like that, but they're not all over the place, but you think that there is a threat no. against the, okay, let me say it this way. The average population growth in Europe, no. for example, in, in, uh, in Italy, it's 0 0.8 kids. It's per, horrible. Yeah. Yes. So the, it's not the replacement level. Right? That's true. That's very true. In Norway, we're less than 2.1 that the Norwegian parents, yep. less mm -hmm. than 2.1. So we're not reproducing ourselves. We're, we're going down in population. We're not mm -hmm. creating more. And if you get then a lot of immigration, for example, <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, 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 listen, listen, this is just facts. Okay? It is facts. So, yeah, so, it is so facts. If, Your numbers are and, correct. And, right? yeah. and, and the immigration, like mm -hmm. a lot of people coming from other cultures, they have a different value system and yes. they have... For example, they have bigger values on families. Yes. So they have more kids than yeah. Norwegians. So, Isn't that good for Norway? Well, well, okay. My point is. Hold on, hold on. Is that isn't that good? Or no? Let me ask you. Is that bad for Norway? Listen. Yeah, but I want you to answer that because you're kind I, I, of I'm talking not, around. I'm not saying uh, yes a, or no. Yeah, but a, but a couple of saying, yeah, but why not? A couple okay. of times I've asked you. But do you mean it? And and you go into an explanation, but you don't why? really answer the question. Well, the thing is, let me because it, I don't want to be viewed as racist or anything like that look, because look, no. right now let me say this again for everybody watching and also for you having these discussions i love it yeah. okay you as it stands right now you're a friend of mine yeah. okay you're i, I think you're brothers, awesome brothers likewise yeah. we disagree on these things yeah. and people just because he disagrees with me doesn't mean he's better or worse than me uh, he's got bigger ears than I do. That's his only negative thing and about him. you have him. bigger arms. I wish I had those arms. But I don't want you to... Th my, my point is... You haven't said anything to make me think you're a racist. No, but, but my, nothing. My, my, my point Absolutely is, nothing. for example, if I take... It's easier to take Japan because I think no one would say it there. I would find it super sad if I came to Japan in 50 mm -hmm. years and most of the people were not uh, yellow or... Most of people did not look as they do today. So do you think Norway is in danger of having that happen? In a few generations, totally. What's a few? Like maybe three generations. 
And if Norwe- I would say it would take a little bit longer than that, but if Norwegians don't start getting their hips in action, then sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, the thing, but do you understand what I'm saying? It, that has nothing to. I want. And if like, Norway for, for example, gets a little bit darker, if the music in Norway gets a little different beat, if the faces in the street are a little but, bit but different, the, if you hear different accents and new if, languages, if, is that a bad thing? Well, and if it's bad, why? Because that is I Norwegian like, culture evolving. Yes, but the thing is that you know Norway is not the same as it was fifty years ago, I or a hundred, or two hundred, to- and that has nothing to I do to- with immigration. I totally agree. Yeah? The point is, I like the diversity in people. Yeah, you've said that. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, if I go to, I've never been to Africa, and that's one on my bucket list. But I've Mine been, too. I've been to. Uh, to countries that are predominantly black or uh, dark skin, for example, India or Tonga. I think that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But if you have a lot of white immigrants or Japanese immigrants or whatever there, you're going to lose the diversity in, for some. what if all the black people uh, married white now? Like, let's say that. <laughs> You, in two generations, I'm laughing because I'm a stand-up comedian, and there's a lot of humor in what you just said. My mind just starts yeah. going. But, anyway, but, go but ahead. The point is, that has I <laughs> hope that we can still be distinguished because I love distinction. But aren't like, we distinguished? Uh, dis, you know, in, in Norway, there's different dialects. You walk yeah. across the street, yeah. there's a new dialect. Isn't that a distinction? You have city life versus urban life. Isn't that a distinction? Totally. And you, as a man who said, and I'm just going to bring this back around. Not as a gotcha moment, but I just want to ask you, you as a man who has said it many times during this conversation, that you don't care about the color of someone's skin. It sounds like you kind of do. Because if Norway gets no, too dark, not, not when if it, Norway, ha- if there's too no. much inblending of of immigrants, you're, you're, you're not going to like, you, you feel threatened by that. I don't feel threatened, but I, the thing is that people like You say my, it's a threat to Norwegian society, though. Yes, I, that I do believe. For some, so you do care about the color of people's skin and where they're from culturally. See, that's what I'm trying to okay, say. I don't see I how do you can separate about, that. I, I, do, I don't see how you can I, separate I do that. Care, well, the thing is, that, let, let me say this. I, and this, the, the interesting thing with politics, for example, like, I would agree a lot more with RFK Jr. Mm-hmm. than most Republicans. Conspiracy theories and all? Well, you don't have what, to answer that. That's a whole other conversation. Used to be conspiracy <laughs> th- you know that it was conspiracy theory that the, the virus was uh, made up in Wuhan lab, right? That was sure. conspiracy. But science theory. evolved by gathering more facts. Okay. So it was a conspiracy until it was proven true. Absolutely. And that happens. Okay. Absolutely. Right. So Absolutely. That might just That's my just point. one. That yeah, I, there's, and there's, there's more. Plenty there's more. Of those yeah. that conspiracy theory yeah. that proven itself. Sure, to be true. absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, but RFK, what his basic view, or I don't agree with him on policies on a, a lot of things, but mm-hmm. basic view is that he is pro. Uh, he's a nationalist, so he's not a globalist. And the thing is that nationalist, I think... That's a that, scary word in America these days, nationalist. Well, not for a lot of people. But for most people, it is in America. I, in America. Okay. But I think that, for, for example, like I have, like we're, I'm working in a company that we have like um, uh, some um, people uh, living in Sweden and working from there. In Sweden, you're viewed as a racist if you raise your uh, national flag. <laughs> yeah. 
And isn't that they, a sad thing? That's yeah. super sad. Yeah. In but, Norway, but, we have we're walking proud with the Norwegian flag. What provokes me mm-hmm. is the rainbow flag. Why? That, because that is separating you. Because you were saying like, well, what's wrong with that? We're unique. We I are, thought, yeah, no, but I no, thought but, but I this, thought you people this, on the right this, were into uh, individualism. Yes, come but, on now. This, Do you no, see? No, I don't see no, how you this, can make it mesh. No, but no, you're you 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 are individual under a common thing. You're individual, but you have the same, like for example, like constitution. You're individual within the constitution, but you all agree and you love the constitution. You're individual okay. in the country, but you all love your country. So how does that not fit with someone waving a pride right, for flag? For example, like we have a school in Trondheim, mm-hmm. a, a, a international school, barely. Mm-hmm. I was so pissed off when I walked there. There was all these different flags of different countries, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. What is a country? It's a, a geographical area mm-hmm. and a lot of people with uh, mostly the same uh, experience and mostly the same heritage There's and stuff like that. a certain amount of uh, right? homogenous yes. uh, unity. Yeah, That's a yeah, country. Yeah. And then you had the pride flag amongst that. Pride is not a country. No, I think that's what a little you, odd in that context, but why yes, would it make you so mad? Because that is, what are you doing? Well, yeah, what are they we, doing? Exactly. How does that harm anyone? It's a little odd. It's super odd. And I, we'll even, what, we what, can what, even what, say it's super odd, but what's but, the but harm the thing in is it? That, for example, like the pride, mm-hmm. I'm standing for biblical worldview. Okay. The, the pride people, one that the, the thing that they use is that, well, Oh, we have to show tolerance, right? That's the. I think that's, that's a great main, quality in yes. life and in society. Okay, tolerance. Is there know? any tolerance against my view? Of course, because not amongst a lot of the pride people. <sighs> they, you, they, of I'm course, there are some radical, of transphobe, uh, probably racist, and all these things. I know and you're not a racist, the, but are you a homophobe? Are you a transphobe? No, I have. I have, okay, then stand firm on no, that. But, but I. But the thing is, well, what is here's a homophobe? Thing, is it a homophobe to believe that the right thing, the best thing for a society is to have a man and a woman married? Is that a homophobe? You know, because I don't if, define. If that I don't, is a I don't define. I'm a homophobe. Okay, I don't define what what homophobia uh, 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 is is contrived of. I, I don't. I don't do that. But when that's you, not my place to do that. But, but and I will say this: there are, of course, in any group, and and in the LGBTQ. Uh, group. Of course, there are radicals, violent radicals in some instances. Of course, they are there. But that's a micro percent of that but the, That community. is the people that shout the loudest. Of course. Of yes. course it is. And I, but I'm asking you. And I am sad of people not standing up against those. Yeah, but For people example, do. I, well, Fox News. Well, Republican Party. But I'm sad. The when, state of Texas. When, when the people. The state of Tennessee. Florida. Yeah, but they I'm, do stand I'm up against that of, violently. I'm sad that ordinary people that maybe uh, have some sympathy against uh, towards the LGBT community don't stand mm-hmm. up. For example, like I'm listening to um, uh, Douglas Murray. He's a gay guy. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wrote book, like The Strange Death. He's a lot on Jordan Peterson, some of that. I listen to That's uh, why I'm not so familiar with Dave, him, I guess. Uh, Dave Rubin. He's a gay guy. Yeah. So I don't have anything against gays. No. But I don't want, for example, I don't want, like, uh, for, for some of this, there's a hierarchy of values. Sure. There's certain values that are better than others. Can we say that? Uh, 
but that the, but the thoughts on what is better than than others is not universal. People have their own individual. I, I agree. Uh, but yeah. for example, like uh, I on the way down here, I read the the Declaration of Independence, mm -hmm. and it says there that uh, in the first sentence it mentioned nature's God mm -hmm. and the Creator God. Mm -hmm. And it says, like, all we hold these truths to be self-evident of all uh, people have been created equal and uh, and been, been... Except and, for the slaves. And, well, the thing is that, re remember, here's a difference. That was what they were striving for. The reality never came up there, but that was still... Because it wasn't were, important enough to them, and it still isn't, point, and that's why they're disparities. But you agree with the Constitution, mm -hmm. right? Sure, you, you agree absolutely. You with... with I can goal. recite the preamble to the Constitution okay. by heart. Well, we agree, Absolutely, we agree with the goal. So mm -hmm. then, so let's keep to that. So uh, and they were endowed. All men have been endowed by the Creator, mm -hmm. and amongst these, the rights are the liberty, uh, freedom, and a pursuit life, liberty, and life, life liberty, liberty, and, and pursuit of happiness. happiness. Yep. Okay, what if you take away nature's God? Who gives you freedom then? The thing that kept U.S. together, everyone believed that there was at least nature's law or there was a creator. When you don't have that, that is a foundation. That is a bigger foundation than life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Because life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness is built upon... But you're speaking that, as if the U.S. was founded as a theocratic nation. No, and it wasn't. no. But everyone agreed that you had, there was a nature, nature's law. Mm -hmm. And there was a nature or a creator God. Yeah. When you take those away, which a lot of the radical left has done, for How example, so? I don't understand. For, for example, like nature's law. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there more than two genders? Yeah, but you're defining nature's law under your terms, and there's so it's that's a very individual thing. People look again. Nobody is denying the fact. You, you say we have different facts. I don't believe you and I have different facts. I just think that in some instances we are interpreting those facts differently. Yeah. And I think that's the case across the board, especially in political discussions. And that fact is something that people ignore, and it turns to hatred and name calling and a lack of dialogue. Yeah. It's 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 not a difference in facts. It's a difference in interpretation, and that should be okay. But my point with that isn't debate and, and discussion fun at the very I, least. I, I, I Forget totally about it being agree. productive, isn't it fun? Yes, it's a learning process. The, it's a it's a the, it's a learning both in what you take in, but it's also learning how to put your point of view out there. Yes, and I believe that there has to be an understanding that there is not a difference in facts. There's a difference in interpretation of the facts. I, I that I agree with, but okay. I also think there's a different view of what is fact. Because, for example, you can say, like, well, that's a conspiracy theory. Then you throw it in, well, that's not factual. And then you, those who no. believe that there's a conspiracy theory or that that, that is true. That I is believe factual, that a conspiracy then, theory is an unproven series of uh, gathered uh, uh, gathered information. It's, okay. it's gathered information but, that stands but, as unproven. That okay. is a conspiracy but, theory. But most people, when you throw that out, then you don't really go into depth of that because that's a conspiracy theory. So you throw that out. That's how we view. There's a lot of reasons it. for that though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But when you say that like blanket statement, then you throw that out. So you don't, yeah, but it's not a blanket statement in the sense that it's disparaging a conspiracy theory. That term is widely accepted. It's a cultural 
term yeah. that has been widely accepted. This, it, that, and the other is a conspiracy theory. That in itself is a fact. Yes. Again, we can interpret what is a conspiracy theory in different ways. Yes. But a conspiracy but, 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 theory but, but, is something uh, my, that exists. My point is that someone that believes the truth of the conspiracy theory don't agree with the fact that the one that th says that, oh, this is just conspiracy theory. For example, 9-11 was an inside job or was it uh, uh, not an inside job? Was it the plane that took down the building or was it not a plane that took down the building? That is, for example, a very specific example. You have people that believe that it, it was bombs that took it down, not yeah. the planes. And you have people that believe that, no, it was the planes. Yeah. There you disagree on the facts. Yeah. Right? Right. So th that's my only point. And I think there's a lot of those. But my point is that when a nation, like that's the only thing that keeps the U.S. together. Mm -hmm. I don't think diversity makes you stronger. I think diversity mm. makes you weaker, mm. but diversity with the common goal, like, and you can be, and what is diversity? If you have diversity in skin color, uh, background stuff, great, but you have to have common values, common goal. But and, that exists in America. Well, it's, it's more and more, uh, my view of it is more and more dissipating. Because I would well, agree. I would agree. Yeah. So, so the thing is that, and for example, Norway, if you have, we have um, a Christian uh, history in Norway. For example, if you get a lot of Muslims in, or if you get, get a lot of, uh, no, 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 my, my point is, <sighs> if you get a lot of those uh, influence in, you're going to disagree on what are the values that we build society on. Not necessarily. That, I don't believe, here's, here's the thing. I'm not a Muslim. I'm a Christian. But I don't believe that, I believe that there is much more similarity with Muslims and Christians than there are differences. Of course there's differences, yeah. but I don't think those differences get in the way of a constructive dialogue, of a unified existence within a society. And, and, you have society, then you have subsects of society that are divided I, up I, according to yeah. many things, and among I, them religion. I think and, that, for, but, but for some, Jordan Peterson, he talks great about this. He's, he defines religion as everyone is religious because it's the it's the 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 most foundational thing in your life that's religious because that is okay this I stand on no matter what everything is built and upon he defines this. that even if you call yourself agnostic or non non religious or even, he defines that as a religion yes yeah. because because it's a religious mm -hmm. talk it has I've a, seen him yeah yeah yeah. And I yeah. agree with that. So, like, if you're an atheist, you're still religious because there's something that you believe that it cannot be proven. You cannot prove that there's no God, for example. Uh, so the act of being not religious is to rely on a certain element of faith. Uh, what I'm saying, people say they're not religious, but in that statement, they have a certain amount of faith that yes, what they're saying is yes, correct. Yeah. So I'm saying even yeah. if you're not religious, so, you so still have faith, which is religious. So it's this, yeah. it's, a, it's a philosophical, it's an excellent debate to yeah. have. Absolutely. So, so the thing is that when people in a society becomes too fragmented, that the, the deep foundation that they stand on and everything else is built on, for, for example, me and you, if we don't, uh, and often we never come down to that level. If we don't yeah. agree on the foundational mm -hmm. level, all our arguments up here is, yeah. we're first of all, we're never going to understand each other. 
no. because we never come down right. to the foundation. Right. There has to be a common ground at yes. some point yes. in, from which a debate or discussion can be had. But my thing is, is I don't, and again, I, I have trouble getting what you're saying to match up. I have trouble getting what some, a lot of people on the right say, I have trouble getting it to match up because at the same time, as you're a proponent of individualism, you say you disapprove to a certain degree of a certain degree of diversity. I don't understand that because to be diverse within a group or subgroup okay, is to well, be different on an individual basis. But, but so it doesn't that, fit that, with this statement but, 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 that you are for individualism. Well, let me say this. If you're in a church, for example, mm -hmm. what, what is diversity for uh, one thing? If you're in a company and you, for, for example, like diversity as is viewed now, in a lot of, uh, or as I understand it, in a lot of um, uh, left-leaning uh, companies, for example, well, you have to have gay people or uh, people from the LGBTQ community. You have to have women. You have to have men. You have to have uh, minorities, black, uh, Hispanic, whatever. That's diversity. But they all have the same points of view. They all agree on that their thought is not diverse at all. Of course, I, I get it. Yeah, I think that is where the right often is more for the diversity in thought than just the diversity in, well, I'm a gay, I'm a black, I'm a woman, I'm a Hispanic. It's like, okay, I don't care about that because that becomes then the identity of who you are becomes more important. So then you're going back before Martin Luther King, but it doesn't. The only thing that matters is character of your uh, of you as a person. Should be, yeah. Yes. So then diversity should not be, well, we are totally different, but we agree on everything. That's not diversity. Diversity is, okay, we are individuals here. We disagree on things, and that is diversity. And when I see a lot on the left, for example, RFK Jr., he's on the left, mm -hmm. but he has been, ex like, he has been pushed out, and a lot of the... The, the left that don't toe the line, what yeah. I find, has been pushed out of the left because they are mm. thinking different. So, for example, black people like uh, like um, uh, Candice Owens and Thomas Sowell and stuff like that, they're pushed out by the left. Well, you're not really black because you don't toe the line. Or like Biden <laughs> said, like, well, if you don't vote for me, you're not really black. <laughs> are you there? Uh Nobody says that Candace Owens and Thomas Sowell and, and all these people, nobody serious is saying that they are not black. Uh, nobody serious, uh, uh, and this includes President Biden himself, believes that if you didn't vote for him, you're not black. But he said it, though. Of course he did. It's no. it's right there for everybody to hear. But uh, context is important. Anyway, uh, uh, Sowell, uh, Candace Owens, uh, uh, these kind of people, uh, anybody serious in the world of discussion, debate, political or otherwise, uh, will say that they're not black, that they have been ostracized and had a majority of the black community, black American community, turn their backs on them. That's a fact. Uh, uh, that's kind of like how the Republicans have ostracized and turned their back on people uh, who are not for Trump. You know, it's a difference in thought, which shows, uh, and this is a wake-up call to a lot of people on the right, Black Americans are not a monolith. We think differently. We have different experiences. You know, um, uh, you know, we haven't talked about my background, but a lot of people, if they've never heard me talk before uh, on my show, they're going to think I have a certain 
background as a black American. I guarantee you my background is different than what most people would expect if they have any expectations at all uh, because of the color of my skin. So, so it's, it's, you know, I think, I think people on the right, they have a lot of thoughts and a lot of words and a lot of deeds that are missing. And I've said this several times, they're missing a certain amount of nuance and it's that lack of nuance that causes people on the right, including you to say things like I am for individualism and yet diversity is a threat. No, I, I don't understand I that. Say that uh, okay. Uh, the Bible says, like, the road to heaven is narrow. Yes. Okay? Straight is the way and narrow is the gate. Yeah. There's a ditch on either side. Mm-hmm. I'm not for no diversity. Okay. But, but, uh, but if certain... you become too diverse, you don't have anything in common. What? What is a community? But there's a certain amount of judgment from the right about what is too much diversity. Well, th- th- that I, judgment I, is that, misplaced. Well, that judgment can very easily be so is, non-Christ-like. But, but that is, that, that, my point is that there's a diversity that is healthy, and then it becomes diversity that we have nothing in common. Yeah. And so I'm not against diversity at all, but I'm just saying like, when you have nothing in common, if, for example, a nation. A nation has nothing in common, is, a, is fragmented, and it's exactly. going to Exactly. Absolutely. And there's no unity there. But, again, I think you're talking as if Norway is right on the edge of reaching that fragmentation. I, I don't see it. I think you guys' culture is a heck of a lot stronger than that. I think that any changes— We have done changes, a lot better than Sweden. I think, of, of course, Sweden has problems. Uh, I think that you guys' culture, just in the 21 years that I've been living here, has changed drastically, mostly for the better. But, but my point— You guys are so my, much stronger, my, my, and I, my it makes point, me sad. My point then, it makes me sad to, to, to hear I, so I'm many not, people I'm in not, Norway— I'm not saying that that is not true. Okay. My point is that those who don't want that change— mm-hmm. They're out there. Yes. And I think it's very easy to demonize them. And I don't think they're demonized at all. Like my parent, like my grandparents, as I mentioned, they wouldn't like to live in Oslo with all the different where they didn't feel like. I know. But but that is some of them that that kept me from buying a house. But that doesn't make it bad. (laughs) It's just a person. But it is it is bad when it's on a systemic level. But is it is bad when it keeps otherwise good people from starting a good life. See, let me let me circle back to my situation. Uh, A lot of uh, Norwegians, a lot of people roll their eyes the minute a black man starts talking about uh, racism, uh, uh, discrimination, lack of opportunity. Mm. Oh, he thinks he's a victim. Hell no, I don't think I'm a victim. I've never lived my life as a victim. But I have been touched by racism. <clears throat> I've told the story before in my show. This is new for you. Uh, this was in 2002. Uh, Snoopy and I, my wife, I call her Snoopy. Snoopa. Snoopy. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you that story. It's kind of cute. Uh, we were looking for a house. We were living with her parents at that time um, in Hudum. And we were looking for a house. And we went to a showing of Disney. Uh, there, it, it was an old lady, uh, out in the districts. I'd say she was at least 60, 65 years old. And she was standing on her porch with, uh, the real estate agent and my wife and I know my wife and I, we always speak English together. I speak Norwegian, uh, if, if I'm out and about, uh, but for my show, as you know, I speak English. Uh, so we're out there 
walking around uh, the outside area while this lady is standing on her porch with the with the real estate agent. We're speaking English, my wife and I, and this happens a lot. A lot of people just assume because I'm not white and we're speaking English that neither one of us understands Norwegian. Well, that's I, the same I, with me and my wife. We yeah, speak, uh, yeah. So people assume, yeah. right? And I think because of that assumption, which is okay, I don't care what people assume when it comes to my language abilities, uh, but because people assume that they have been heard by both me and my wife to say some pretty horrible things, thinking that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Well, this lady said uh, something to the effect of, uh, whatever you do, talk, talking to the to the real estate agent, whatever you do, don't sell this home to that, the, the, the Norwegian equivalent of the N-word. And they had a discussion. What is, what is that? <laughs> N-E-G-E-R, N-E-G-E-R, oh, yeah. uh, the, the Norwegian equivalent. Uh, yeah. uh, and my wife and I, did she really say that? And she went on and on about how she didn't want to uh, trash up the neighborhood by selling to somebody like me on and on and on. Is that racism? She didn't just say, I don't want to sell it to that guy. She specifically brought the racial element uh, into it. And she made her judgment purely based on the color of my skin. Now that happened. And can I give you a, a just, I, just, I'm, I'm not saying that that couldn't be racism. <laughs> okay. But, but listen, yeah. We all make first impressions. Like when I came, when I came into of military, course. I said this to you on the uh, on the phone. When I first came into military, I stood on the. I was dressed in black, uh, short hair, uh, pretty buff, mm-hmm. and I stood there and didn't smile because I was ready to like I was military and I was mm-hmm. insecure. It was a new setting sure, and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, and. Uh, after a while, like a couple months later, we went out with the the people in the platoon and had a drink and stuff like that. And, and we started talking about the first impressions of people. Mm-hmm. And they gave me the first impressions. Someone said that I was a Satanist. Okay? They uh-huh. thought that. Uh-huh. Someone said that I was probably like a Rambo wannabe. That I saw, probably yeah. saw Rambo when I was 10 years old. Yeah. And that's what I want to be mm-hmm. become, right? Those are not right impressions of me because they were shocked when they became that I was Christian. It's a prejudice or a prejudging of you. It's a prejudiced yes. uh, impression. We all do that, right? To certain degrees. Yeah. We all do that. We only can break that to get to know people. Sure. Absolutely. But with everyone else, we make a first impression. Yeah. Okay. And the first impression they say like it's only to, it usually takes three to five seconds. Sure. Right. First of all, you don't know the experience of that person that makes uh, the first impression of you. Of course not. Nobody ever does. No. If it's a stranger, so, so you don't for, know anything for example, about them. For, for example, like uh, if um, me and my wife went to Grönland, mm-hmm. like she comes from Canada, like it's diverse. She had friends from every culture. What city do you, uh, from Abbotsford, right outside of Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. Western so Canada, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So when she came to Norway, like, there's only white people here. Like she, like she didn't like it because she liked the diversity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So she knows everyone. But when we came to Grönland here in Oslo, we drove through there like a few years ago, and then we came to a street, and we didn't see one person that looked Norwegian uh-huh. from descent, right? Mm-hmm. 
there were only like other colors. Yeah. She was scared. Oh, we have to get out of here. I don't feel safe. They had different clothes on. They looked mm -hmm. a little rougher and stuff like that, right? To me, that is a bad form of prejudging. That's a damaging, potentially well, damaging. Potentially. But the thing mm -hmm. is that we all do it. So for Not that. Not that. Everybody doesn't do that. No, but 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 everybody prejudges to certain degrees. Yeah. To but, me, that being but, afraid just because everybody's dark skin is quite da potentially damaging. That's can, a whole other it, end it of can, the scale. It can be, uh, but for example, as she came from Canada mm -hmm. and she had friends from all different cultures. Yeah. Okay. My point is that we all make that prejudgment, and one thing that you can never do, and what we you what I'm saying to you that you have to be aware of, is that. We all do it, and it's a part of human nature. But I am aware of that. I'm a student of human nature. Yeah. I'm aware of that. So, so Absolutely. The, so the thing is that, when, for for example, like, um, yeah, but pull if, it back if, to if, this if, old if lady my, and if, how if, she and what she said. Yeah, how does but, that? But, but my point is that if, if for example, a five year old, mm -hmm. uh, when I had a five year old, uh, grow up in a white family, he like all our kids go to a pretty national school, so they're. They're actually, I think they're 50% Norwegians and everyone else comes from Africa or, or yeah, other countries. Asia, yeah, so they're, yeah. they are very national, right? Mm -hmm. So there's not a bone in their body that is racist. But mm -hmm. let's say my five-year-old and we walk down the street. If, for, for example, if I saw, or let me say me, if I walked down the street and saw a lady, mm -hmm. I would not be scared. Right. Right. But if I saw a big man, mm -hmm. I would be a little bit more scared. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's totally natural. That's a form of prejudging, but there's no harm in that. Well, maybe. Potentially. Maybe, maybe Potentially. that. Yes. That lady could be a serial killer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that man could be the nicest pastor that you Both ever Both of them met. are forms of prejudging. Yes. Yes. So, and you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. Right. It happens. Yeah. Yes. If you walked down the street and you saw a white man and you walked down the street and saw a black man, you were more scared with the black man than the white man because you've only grown up in a culture that you see white people. Would that be, wouldn't that be equal? Or would that probably... No, because one comes would, from a position of ignorance. Well, both comes from a position of ignorance because we don't know those people. One, yes, but here's another form of ignorance. You are ignorant of that black culture by admission. In this, in this yeah. example, we, we, you've never, you've never been around black people. We are all ignorant because, for example, if you go, no, 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 you're not listening to me. Everybody is ignorant about certain things, but I'm saying this is a position of social ignorance. In that, in this example you're giving, you or the person you're talking about has not had any experience with black people. So that is, they are ignorant of all things oh, black people. Of course. People. I don't have any experience of Africa no. because I've never been there. And there's nothing that, wrong with that, that in itself. But exactly. here's where here's where the problem is. Uh, and I'm still waiting for this to tie back to what that old lady said to me on her porch when I was trying to buy a my, house. My, I don't think that was okay at all. But yeah. the thing is that we don't know her uh, background. For example, like, for example, like... Uh, I, she I, obviously, I, I it doesn't matter what her background uh, is. She well, obviously but, but had in, racist views about black people because she said it. In the news. Yeah. Okay. 
if you have a lot of immigrants and there's a disproportionate amount of crime, for example, amongst immigrant uh, environment, if it is, okay, just take that. And if at least at least it comes out in the news, it seems like. And right? I'll jump ahead and say that if you are ignorant of immigrants, in other words, if you don't know very many of them, what they say about immigrants on the news is frightening. Okay. So if you <laughs> yes. come from that. It's a position of ignorance. Yes. 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 And we're all ignorant. So to certain my, degrees about certain things. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. we we can't know everything about every, anything. Of course not. That's what no. life is about, learning those yes. things. But the point is that, my point is, if she has listened to the news. Yeah. And she has seen like, oh, there was not a black person that killing someone in in also for example or or something like that because they don't look the same as me like you've heard like birds of a feather flock together yes so she will yeah but this so buzzard I'm, this buzzard was uh i'm not i'm not justifying what she no, said no, but i'm going to tear down what she said and tell you exactly why there's no excuse for that because she wasn't that old you know this was in 2002 I'm going to guess she was around remember 60, 65. I, yes, I and, remember. And that is I plenty of time. That It doesn't matter whether you have people. seen anyone. She had an entire adult life to yes. understand that people are people and we basically want the same thing. You don't need to buy a plane ticket and visit all hundred some odd countries of the modern world to know that. No, but, That's where I cannot understand racism. But that, I, I'll, and I'll say this. I don't believe. And, and here, here's how understanding I am when it comes to racism. I don't believe that there are many racists out there who 100% believe their own racist rhetoric. Because I believe that through life, you see there's probably several moments in a 50 or 60-year-old solid racist life where they're like, oh my gosh, I might be a little bit wrong because that guy's all right. That black dude is okay. Or black people can't be that ignorant. Uh, listen to listen to Thomas uh, Sowell. He's kind of making sense. You know, so they have these moments that put holes in their racist rhetoric. So I say that there is no racist who is uh, 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 permanently an unfixable racist. It can be fixed. It can be changed. They can have an epiphany. That old lady was simply wrong and racist in what she said, period. There's no justification for that. My point is that, okay, what is racism? And I think when we define, if we define racism as the classical definition of racism, is that you think that your race is better than others because of the color of skin? She thought that I was not good enough to uh, 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 live in her neighborhood and buy her house. So well, yeah, she fills that one. Go on. No, what else is no, racism? No. Listen. Yeah. That is not necessarily what remember, I'm not justifying. I'm just trying to make a <laughs> because like when something happens to us, right? When we are hurt by someone, when we understand why that people uh, why that person hurt us, mm -hmm. we are not so hurt anymore because we understand where they're coming from. Okay? I know where and, she's coming from. She was no, a 60, have, 65 have you, year old. Have you I know where she's coming from. But have she, you talked to her? Have I know where she's coming. I'm going to finish this. I know where she's coming from. She was a 60, 65-year-old uh -huh. white Norwegian woman, probably with very little contact, if any at all, with people who look like me. Yeah. Very, very traditional and obviously ignorant. Yeah. Uh, to totally, me, racism totally, is ignorance. Totally. Okay. 
So in that but sense, I know where but, she's but coming then, from. But then for, for me, racism is such a bad thing. It's like, of course it's it is. The, it's of yeah, course but, it but, is. but for me, it's like racism is on racism was the foundation of Nazi Germany that killed the Jews. Yeah. That's racism for me. Yeah. So when you and say, for me, racism is that and the subjugation of black people in America for but, but, over over 350 years. And, and uh, that, and that, years. that is horrible. Yes, but that's racism what, too. But what she that's did. That's racism too. But, but my point is that what she did, what I'm scared of is that it cheapens the word racism. My friend, because I don't believe my, in cheapening the word of racism. And that happens a lot, especially here in Norway. I've had white Norwegians say that people were racist against them because they were mean to them. Yeah. So racism and, is cheapened but, but, here but, in Norway. But, 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 but let, that woman was racist. Yeah, but and let, and, and, let and say, I'll, I'll take it a step further. But uh, let me say, take another example. Okay. If you came, you look totally Norwegian, mm -hmm. but you had... Um, um, like a traditional uh, Sami. Uh, My wife is Samisk. Yeah. If you had a traditional mm -hmm. Sami outfit on, yeah. for example, mm -hmm. Norwegian. Yeah. And she said, don't sell it to that Sam. Eh? That's racist. Okay. What if you sell it to a, um, uh, because a lot of uh, a lo lot of people say well, this to me. It's that racist they, if they, they're saying don't sell it to that Sam because they have preconceived prejudice. But it's Sam, race a race. You know, that is debatable. Okay. There are but, but Sami who say that they are their own race, okay. and there's others but, but who say that let's they say are that not. You just come from up north because okay. I heard a lot of people that come up from north have gotten no from uh, people getting an apartment because they hear happened the dialect. To my, happened to my father in law, yes. Yeah. They, they have yes. the dialect, right? Yes. Is that racism? No, because they're not a different race. Okay. But if you, so, but, but the point what I'm making is that if she had the exact same reaction, to a person from up north and say, don't sell it to that Nualanying. Well, then she's very prejudiced against people who okay. live up north. That's not racism, though. Okay. That so, has nothing but, to do with race. But the, my point is... That has to do with an inner subculture of Norway. Okay. That's not race. But, but my point is that it would be the exact same motivation behind it. It would be the exact same... Ignorance. Yes. 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 So my point is that racism, I think, is cheapened because if you could do that, if she didn't give it to me because I spoke I Trindish, if she didn't the give blood it to in my veins that I have that says that racism is not cheap. Okay. <laughs> that but, that but says my, that there are point, out, real consequences of racism are my uncles, my grandmother's brothers who fought in World War II who did not get the the the. Do you know what the GI Bill is? Yeah. It's yeah, they didn't get that. Why? <laughs> They are, um, I'll show you a picture of, of my grandmother and some of the old people in my family, but we are of mixed blood. So when I say I'm a black American, I'm more, I'm, I'm also a, a few drops of other things. Uh, they didn't Most know, of us are. <laughs> they didn't know. Yeah. Which is interesting. Very interesting when it comes to diversity. Anyway, I, I digress. I digress. Uh, uh, Long story short, my grandmother's brothers, my uncles, did not get to uh, 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 take advantage of the benefits that other soldiers got. Yeah. Yet because another of the color of the skin. because of the color and of the skin. So racism is a fact, and it exists, uh, I, and it gets cheapened when people try to explain it away. Oh, I no, don't think it was race, no. and it really doesn't matter what the majority thinks in a sense because they're not the ones experiencing it. Well, and I, to circle back around what I was saying in the beginning, I miss understanding and humility from the majority instead of saying pull yourself up by your bootstraps martin luther king said it himself 
himself, where are my bootstraps? They've been taken from me. Okay. So I'm missing that empathy, uh, sympathy, understanding from the majority that are so quick to, it, it's, it's, it's beyond insulting. To me, there's a certain coldness when someone from the white majority, whether it's in Norway or here, uh, and I, I guess I'm kind of poking at you. I think you can tolerate it. I'm talking about you to a certain degree. When when people try to explain away the experiences of black no, that people. I am not. Because but my point is that because racism, for, and this is my point, racism for me is like deadly sin. It's like up here. Yeah, but is it? Okay. Because when, but, when, but, but, but listen, listen let, let me, okay. this is how I view racism. Racism is deadly sin. And the last thing I want to be called is racist, right? Right. And right. most people feel like that. Racism is like at the, if you're racist, you're like at the bottom with yeah. pedophiles, right? But a lot of people who are afraid of being called a racist, they're not necessarily racist, but they're very, very uh, uh, reluctant to humble themselves, listen and understand. Yeah. But, but the thing is that when, as soon as you throw out the word racist, you go into a defendant uh, def, uh, position. And that, because, is where, that is the failure in the dialogue. Yes. Why get defensive just because the word is brought up? Well, the thing, because we view it as the, the ultimate sin. We yeah, view but if racism, you're not committing that sin, but, I think it's horrible to kiss a pig in the ass, but I don't do it. No, I, but, I won't, I won't my, avoid my, the my discussion. Point, my, my point is that <laughs> we, I view racism as most people, I think, view racism is what Hitler was. He was a pure he racist. He was a racist, absolutely, yes, but there are yes. others as well. Okay, but when we, in our dialogue, we think that is racism. I'm not him. I don't want to identify with him at all. So when you kind of bring it down to the lady that uh, you um, that said those horrible things, and oh, remember, remember, on, remember, on. that lady that said those horrible things, I feel for you. That must have hurt. That must have been awful. But in the same way, it would have also hurt if I came down there and didn't get the house because I spoke Trundersk. Yeah, but listen, she no, no, would no, but say, that's not racism. That's not racism. No, that's but, her being prejudiced why, against you because why, you're Trundish. But why is she worse off giving, not giving the house to you because you're black and not giving a I house to I never said me? she was worse off. I'm just saying she's not racist. Okay, but the point is that you're, She's like, racist what she did to me. If she doesn't sell to you because you're from But Tumalog, why is it worse for you? Uh, see, now, and this no, is but, what the right does. Did I say it was worse no, for me? but racism... I didn't say that. No, but I the, never, never said that. No, my point is that racism, in my mind, is a lot worse. Can I say not, something? Not just getting hurt because I didn't get an apartment because I was trendish. Of course it's worse. But in so, the but, context of having a discussion with you, I'm not saying it's it's worse. Uh, that's that That will crush... The dialogue you hinted to that that when people come out too harsh about racism it just kills the dialogue and i agree yeah. and that's why i don't go around trying to compare like i said i don't compare the plight of black americans the ongoing plight of black americans with what the jews are going through and have gone through up through history i just don't do that mm. just like i'm not going to say it's worse i'm saying I believe it's worse, but if you came to me genuinely and said that you experienced discrimination, yeah. not racism, but prejudice yeah. and discrimination or discrimination through prejudice as a Trundel, yeah. coming from Trundelag in Norway, I wouldn't say, oh, well, this happened to me and it's worse because I'm black. I would never say that to no, you. But, but, but for me, it's I like, would never say that. But if people didn't give me the apartment because I was Trundel, 
That's wrong. That's prejudice. That's yes, discrimination. But you wouldn't see that person as, oh, that person is horrible. He just prefers people in Östland. Yeah? I would see that person as horrible. Okay, but I wouldn't see it. He just, okay, he's... You he, come from a position of security and privilege as a person from the white ethnic Norwegian majority, and that is a great place to be. That is... Okay, this is where it, it gives you a lot a of freedoms. It gives you a lot of freedom. You don't have to worry about things like that. But the like thing that. is, that, okay. Am I wrong? Do, do you have to worry about things like that? I have to worry about a lot of things. For example, I know you do, but I'm asking, do you have to worry about things like that? Okay, why is that thing worse than that thing? That's my point. <laughs> okay, because I, again, all... I don't like to compare, but if you're asking, this is like the third or fourth time you've asked, why is it worse? It's worse because that... <laughs> That one instance yeah. where somebody would not rent or, or sell a home to you because you're from Trondelag yeah. is much infinitesimally less likely to happen than, than it is to me to have that happen to me because I'm black. That's why. But when it happens. But in the event in itself, it, yeah. it, it can be just as life changing. Exactly. You didn't get. Yeah, but I'm telling you that we're not disagreeing on that. Yeah. You can have your life wrecked as much as I can because the same thing happened yeah. for different reasons. But it is those different reasons that brings in the difference in, in systemic severity because this happens to black people much more often than it happens to a thunder. That is well, the difference. Uh, but, but that, but one, the result can be the same. I acknowledge exactly. that. That is why I'm a champion not just for black people. I am a champion for anyone but, who needs a voice because uh, they're that, being oppressed. That, I, but, That's but, what I do. That's that, the work I do okay, for but, everybody. Uh, fine. Great. But in that work, and that is, uh, you have good intentions, and that's great. Thank and you. I am for, for example, like human trafficking. I've done a lot of missionary trips, like helping like people that are really struggling. Mm -hmm. I'm for that. Awesome. But the point that I am scared of is that, for for example, like I am not a racist at all. But there's in all of us, mm -hmm. it's like we feel more comfortable with people that we grew up with. or Of course, but that's not racism. No. That's not even prejudice. Okay. But for example, if I prefer someone that looks like me, mm -hmm. okay, that can be, because like for example, in that situation with that woman, was horrible. Mm -hmm. Okay, It was racist. But for me... When I hear that as a person Norwegian, mm -hmm. I'm just going to give you feedback. For me, what that hears mm -hmm. is that it cheapens racism because because the thing because racism for for most Norwegians it is so awful. It's Hitler awful that by that by that <clears throat> it may cheapen it for you. But racism, how much do you think that cost me? No, but but how much do you think it it's would not cheapen? It's not che the exact same. Yes, the exact but that, same. you wouldn't call that a racism. Because it's not. It has nothing okay, to do with race. Okay. This has to do with race. But, but and you speak, point, of, you speak as if Hitler is, Hitler was the only propagator of Nazism. No, 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 no. There's but, Hitler, but there's also Goebbels and Goering. Of course. But and all point, of these others, all the, is, way down, all the way down to the simple farmer yes, in Germany my, who was a follower yes, of the yes, Nazi rhetoric and the Nazi philosophy. And there's the same thing with racism. Yeah, but You've got the leader of the Ku Klux Klan, and that goes all the way down to all of his minions, all the way down to I the totally, tiny little old I lady to, totally living agree. way out I in totally District agree. Norway totally who is agree. a racist. It's I just totally, as racist. I totally agree. But when, I'm not sure, though. When we have 
like remember like now i'm just trying to make you understand where most norwegians comes from believe me i know where most yeah, norwegians come we, from when it comes to racism we think that racism I know that. is awful most right? of you do yes yes so when that situation could have just as well happened to a trunder yeah and we would not call it we wouldn't put it up to the pedestal oh you're hitler bad because in our view it's hitler bad to be a racist well maybe you guys need to broaden your view because there are other examples of not uh, of uh, racism besides what hitler and the nazis did that's i think that's the problem okay, in norway but, but, you guys are not willing to under words. Uh, yep but it's not just definition of words it's also that lack of empathy sympathy understanding but, uh, but it's that also, lack of understanding but, that you guys are sitting in a position that I am not. No, but but then one, and from one, that position, you guys should be able to have but then a view and have that. the ears to yeah, listen. But then one feedback from that. Yeah, there's a lot of groups coming in Norway. There's some a lot of minorities. Mm -hmm. Norwegians have enough with their most people. Like I have five kids. I have a job. Mm -hmm. I have this much empathy to give. Why are you so important that I should give my empathy to you? You because there's do so anything. many. The, what it is? Because there's so many other people that have empathy. So my point is that. So let someone if, else care about racism. No, then. no. My point is, if you raise up, there's a huge problem with racism in Norway because of. For I'm example, not wrong. No, but for example, that history of uh, uh, your your example. That's which one was example. Hard, was, That's one okay, example, yes, my friend. Yes, but let's take yeah. that example. That is horrible. Someone from Nuenorge could come in and experience all those same experiences. I know that. My wife's family yes. is from there. But I know that. But my point is, my, uh, those people from Nuenorge couldn't experience all the same experiences Absolutely. that you did. Right? But there's but we difference. would not put it up as racism because racism because is, is so bad. Justifiably so. You should not put the experience of a Nordic or a th because, because it, it has be nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with race. It's just as hurtful for me. It can be, absolutely. It could have been just as But it's not racism. And the results, here's, here's an important element that you're missing. It's the results of those incidences. What is the accumulative, okay. accumulative result of that? Listen to me. As a Tundid, you can change your dialect and you'll be just fine. I can't. You could. I not, can't. You can't. Others can. Okay. I'll give you a good example. I know. I know that there are Samisk people. Then, then, stop, 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 hold on. Huh? One, one second. There are Samisk people who, in order to make life good for them, mm -hmm. denounced and distanced themselves, wiped out all elements of the Sami people mm -hmm. from their existence, mm -hmm. changed their dialect, yeah. and to this day, they... And their descendants deny that they're Samish. And they did that to escape being treated different. Yeah. To escape being, is, listen to me, horrible. also up through history, there are several black people, especially in Hollywood. There were some actors and actresses who were, uh, for them, lucky to be so light-skinned because of uh, 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 their, their bloodline being having so much white blood in them that they didn't look black at all. Uh, people in the entertainment world and people just live in their day-to-day -day lives. It's called passing, if you can pass for white. So people do that, and they do it consciously to escape the effects of racism. Now, those are a small percentage of people who are even able. For, there's a small percentage of people who want to do that, and there's an even smaller, I mean, it's microscopically small number of people who actually can do that. Like you said, you can't change your dialect, but a lot of people can and have in order to fit in, but you cannot, cannot change your bloodline, 
You cannot change your physical features within reason or your skin color within reason. And therein lies the difference in the effects of racism because you're black. And and worse. and I'm I'm telling you because it is a lasting a more lasting very often and mostly a longer lasting effect. Because when you put racist especially systemic racism and you put that on top of a person time after time after time and you cannot escape it. That is going to affect your life. It's not about your feelings being hurt. It's about things happening no, to but, you but, that take you out of the whole yeah. thing about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which I said there is a very broad dis, uh, 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 difference in availability of those things to of certain course, elements. Will of, always be. A poor, and because poor, of poor that, white person and has be, less, less a poor white person still has that. a better chance at getting a job than I do as an educated black man with money. I... It doesn't matter what you think. That is a statistic. Okay. That I is think a statistic. that Thomas Sowell and uh, Larry Elder and stuff like that they would totally purpose, disagree with you. Of course they would. That's yes. their job. So, and they purposely disregard my, statistical facts point, from the Census Bureau. Is, the Census Bureau is great for okay, them when it shows how many black people live in poverty. But the Census Bureau is horrible for them when it shows why so many black people are living in poverty. It can't And show shows why. the expense. It can't show you why. Uh, and, it most certainly no, it can. can't show you why because for example there's a if you have a reasons. number that says that black people are getting this much education yeah, or this, hold on why. or this listen to me if you can get a a, a a statistic that says black people have this level of education this much money this you know take those facts and that can easily explain the situation of black americans if you analyze that and discuss it that's what i'm talking about that stuff does show the why of our current condition in society, just like the stock market shows the current why of the economic situation for America as a whole, regardless of race. My, my point the housing market in Norway yeah. is the why of the family uh, economy for Norwegians. It's, it's, it's easily, you but can my, correlate. My, my point, one thing that I just want to We have to last, wind this up. Last, I have six last, minutes left. Last point. Is that... <laughs> What I'm scared of is, for example, if we had this dialogue to all Norwegians listening, okay? And all you have to do is listen or watch, and then we can have this dialogue in front of all but Norwegians. But if, if you have that, no one wants to be put in the box of being a racist, right? Some people are proud of it, but most people do not want that to come 99% out. 99% Norwegians. 99.9%. Yeah. Yes. Okay, right? Yeah. What I'm scared of is that if like at least most people i know yeah the thing that we hate more than anything on the people that we despise more than anything is whiners right but is a black person who brings no. up an instance or two of racism a whiner no no okay i'm not saying that mm -hmm. my point is that <laughs> you're to get your message across it's like like i like what can i do to improve mm -hmm. myself what can I do to be a blessing to others? Yes. I don't want to put, okay, I want you guys to change for my life to be better. And when you come in. I don't think anybody is asking for that. No, but. It, Very it, few people are. Yeah. But the thing is that. to, uh, I'm not. No. And, and I think, but 
and I think your motivation is great, mm-hmm. and I think that you have a good heart, Thank and you. I really like you as a person. Thank you, likewise. And you actually have a lot of good points. Thank you, and I think you have a good heart too, and I don't, you're definitely not a racist, and I no. don't believe that but you intend to hurt anyone, but I will say this. If I can say one bad thing about you, and I think you can tolerate this, <laughs> I think you have very little understanding of the plight of people who are in different situations than you. And I, everyone does. Yeah, but I think you, I think think you, I think that's my point. I think that it's horrible to be judged like, because we, you can, you can have a Jew coming to you or you can have someone from uh, Kosovo coming to you and say, Mm -hmm. well, I don't feel like you understand me better. Mm -hmm. You should understand me better. Well, what is so important with you that I should use my time? It's that statement right there, but it's that statement right there that is very easy to come with from a position of. Uh, a position within I, the majority. But if I moved to Africa, I would be the same and I wouldn't require them to understand me. I think you would ask them to please understand you. I've no, never said anybody I has to do anything. To, I've not, hold on, I have to wind this up and I'm, no. I'm sorry, but uh, I would never ask anybody to, to do anything. I ask them to please give it a shot, try and understand and listen before sh- shooting it down or picking it apart. Uh, when you stand in a position of authority, uh, not authority, but uh, a, a position within the majority, uh, people are just asking. They're not demanding anything, but they're asking for more understanding. I don't think there's any harm in that. I think it's Christ-like to open up for more understanding. And when I have I, a relationship, I'm totally for it. But yeah. on, uh, for example, if I move to another country, yeah. I don't expect the country to understand me. And I'm not asking I for that. I'm asking them. for... But I'm, when I meet yeah. like one-on-one, yeah. I gravitate to those who no. uh, I can show understanding to and uh, they can show I have, understanding I, I have to, to I have to cut off. This thing is going to cut off. You can <laughs> see it right here. I call you uh, well-articulated. I call you. you wrong on a few things <laughs> and that's okay. You call me wrong on a few things. Yeah. People, that is okay. This is coming home with John Allen. I want to say thank you to Hans Jakob. Uh, thank you. Uh, when, we, when we stop here. here, I want you to give me some uh, information about the work that you do so I can let people know. Everybody go out there, love and be loved and enjoy the process. Bye. Sorry for the quick ending. Goodbye.